When Jim, Brian, and I were starting out on the DDF show, we really didn't have any idea of how to put out a podcast on the internet. We thought that you needed connections and money or a well-placed bribe at your local city hall so we can get a podcast up and running. Turns out, the process is a lot easier than that. Let me explain. Out on the internet, there's this free service called Anchor which has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other different services. You can also make money from your podcast too with no minimum listenership, so you can make the quick moolah if you know what I'm saying. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, if you want to start your own podcast like how Brian and I and Jim did it, just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Everyone wants to be musical, popular as fuck. Yeah, but I was really the different type. Like, I really want to be alone. Like, I'm a loner person. You know, like when you're, yeah. well, you know, when you're when you're a little bit chubbier in the side, and everyone else. Again, it's we're all girls in high this, school. This wasn't uh, an emo phase, right? The emo was. No, 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 no. I wasn't an emo phase. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, what? How, did you get into that? Yeah. Did you get into that no, fat? The no, emo no. fat? Oh, thank no. God. Jesus. I was more you... on the the grungy mm. kind of thing oh, it was more uh, on the red hot okay. chili peppers yeah oh yeah uh, i love red hot yes, chili peppers yeah. i was Damn. more in the funk rock so my mm. the music that i really liked doing was around because rock is a really large um yeah. genre Very. right so yeah. under rock yeah. i was more on the funk blues jazz uh, which makes into, sense because of red hot chili peppers yeah, yeah, yeah. Red yeah. Red. I, I felt more attuned with Red Hot Chili Peppers with um, uh, Incubus. Not really. That's Incubus is metal. cute. I yeah. like Incubus. I'm sorry. I like Incubus as instrumentalists, but as a whole, they're very they're very commercial. But it's it's cute. Oh, okay. You know, it's cute. What about Deftones? Deftones. Uh, my my friends really love Deftones. I like listening to it, but then at the same point, I was like, ah, oh, dude, can we? It's, it's a bit. I mean, uh, yeah, I get it. No, heavy. no. I mean, I get it. Yeah, sure. We're emo. We hate the world. Can we move on? <laughs> And welcome to another episode of the DDF Show with your hosts, Miko Abaro, Jim Buenavista, and Brian Entak. How the hell are you guys? My god. Jesus, I've been looking at the news. Did you see like all the photos of the new white sand beach? Oh, yeah. I, I, just posted, I just posted a meme about that. Yeah, oh, I'm a diehard God. Dolomite supporter right here. Yes, na yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, I've been, I've been thinking, wanna... man. You know, I've been thinking, yeah. man. You know, my friend on Facebook posted this picture of Samgyupsal, and they were asking yeah. me, Miko, hey, let's go out to Samgyupsal. And I, I said, no, I can't, man. I. I'm, I don't have money. Okay. Now I find myself thinking, if they only yeah. just used all that money that they spend in the beach, you know, yeah. and s- distributed it to everybody, you know, like a Samgyupsal yeah. stipend, 
or something like that. It sounded a bit too communist for my taste, but okay. Not everyone. Promote mental health, right? Oh. They want well, not everyone likes Samgyeopsal, oh. right? Well, I mean, well, well, you, I mean, weeks well, ago, well, weeks ago, some well, Koreans started well, the ripping Filipino flags, bro. Why? I mean, the Korean hate is real. Jesus, how how did the how how did the K-pop people react to that? How what happened? I would just start uh, ripping other uh, other why? Filipino flags. Why? Well, why? Why? Well, yeah. I've read in the news that there is this uh, Phil M TikTokerist. Okay. <laughs> oh. TikTokerist. Are we really calling them that now? Holy fuck! TikTokerist. Jesus. Uh, it's a yeah, meme. It's a meme. You dip. It's a meme. You dip. Philippines and TikTokers, oh my god, infecting our goddamn dictionaries. Well, she had a tattoo of the rising sun, the Japanese rising sun, and you know. Oh, is this that girl that they, the Koreans all dogpiled on, yes. on Twitter? Yes, and oh, they geez, ended up being racist terrible. against the Filipinos, and Filipinos. Oh, no. And the Filipinos uh, felt betrayed because they'd been uh, praising K pop for the past uh, years, and then suddenly. Uh, and then suddenly, oh, these, yeah. uh, uh, and suddenly these Saranye people started dogpiling them, and <laughs> Jesus, and Filipino, so and messy. and these Filipinos on the internet ended up talking about the Yultong, Battle of Yultong, to just to spit on Koreans, saying that we help you battle during Korean War. What 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 Battle of Yultong? What the fuck? Well, well, the Korean War. We're, okay, the Korean War. Wait. Yeah, because Filipinos apparently helped the ally, hmm. the the allies during the Korean War and they quote-unquote save Korea uh, and, and then the, everybody was like everybody was like Pinoy pride we yes. killed like a hundred of you yes. guys, like thousands of you guys what the fuck okay yeah, the funny yeah. but uh, strange facts but okay okay bro you know Jesus yeah and <laughs> so and it devolves into these bunch of racist people ripping ripping apart Filipino and Korean flags you know it's so messy sometimes whenever you get yeah. you whenever you like another people from another country and then you get to see them up close and they don't exactly match with your idea of them you know like you know with us here in the Philippines we love k-pop we love uh, momoland I like Nancy yeah. uh, <laughs> you know and uh, BTS army you know like purple hearts whatever the fuck you know and then suddenly they see all these uh all these korean guys you know trashing them on the internet you know what kind that that's that's i i i can't even imagine the reaction you know the uh, saying this, you know the saying you know, never meet your heroes ah yeah. uh, never meet your heroes god damn oh, that's so sad what what was that like jim talking, no this sounds like something like a, a this our next discussion what? I want to talk about Korea booze as well. What? Korea. Well, let's put Korea. it on the list. But yeah, man. Let's put it on the list. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, well, I'm, I'm more everybody, happy we've been. Uh... Listen, guys, we can actually eat the white sand. No. Not a lot of people know this. That's what why the, the, the beef is actually cleaned out Don't because the white sand is edible. Remember that. Oh yeah. my God, guys. <laughs> Guys, guys, listeners, our listeners, uh, please don't go to uh, the Manila. We're not uh, don't. We're not saying that the white sand beach is not beautiful. It looks pretty, even though it's small. It looks pretty. Although, please don't go there to. Well, you know, besides from eating the dolomite, um, don't go there yet because if you can see the pictures on Facebook right now, there are so many goddamn people there. Natural selection. <laughs> that's dark holy fuck right it's dark as fuck you know but, but it's true 
Shit, uh, so what you can do instead of going to the beach is uh, mm. listening to podcasts. Yeah. Probably, you know, you can listen to podcasts. You know, podcasts yes, like a DDF show, invite your friends, you know, instead of uh, going to Dolomite Beach, uh, you can just listen to pod- to DDF show. Uh, but uh, how about our other listeners uh, here in the Philippines? Podcast. Yeah, speaking of podcasts, what about our other listeners outside of Blue Zone? Yeah, we got I, listeners, we, we, we got listeners have, in the US, and uh, for some reasons we have a solid following in germany for some fucking reason <laughs> Jesus, i don't even know yeah brian has been telling me for weeks about this single guy in germany from what was that alsace lorraine or some no shit? no no yeah, north, north rhine westphalia something north rhine westphalia yeah from that place uh, Guten Tag, our Dank, listener. Thank you for your listening. Thank The Gern Geschehen. Wait, that's your welcome in German. Yeah, I've been uh, learning German on Duolingo. You know, it's it's like it, it threatens me. The bird, the green bird, it threatens me every day. You know, why? <laughs> anyway, so here in the Philippines, I think that we have, uh, I think that we have also listeners outside of Luzon. Yes. And probably Cebu. In Visayas, no? Cebu. 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 We Cebu, have listeners really? in Cebu, uh, Talisay City. Really nice. Yes. All right, and well, uh, in Cebu, uh, we actually got, we were actually invited uh, to have an interview with a local with a podcast based there, Podcast Historias. I think you got some of our viewers have already watched the streamcast that happened in uh, what date is it today? Mid uh, mid mid September. Yeah, because this will be released in October anyway. Uh, mid September. I hope you guys watched that. Yeah, that was so nice. Uh, and the host, uh, Alfeca Perpetua, uh, is actually here with us right now in the DDF show, and we're going to talk about podcasts. Uh, her podcast, Podcast Historias. And anything else about her? Uh, Alfeca, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, yes, guys. Hi. Yes. Yeah, hello. Hey. Good <laughs> afternoon. You know, I was actually quite, I was actually quite nervous with the whole intro. Yeah, you know, even though I've been doing this for 13, 13 episodes of I Diva, yeah, 13 yeah. times, you know, I, I'm, still, I'm still working on it. But yeah, we got Alfeca Perpetua right here with us right now on the DDF show. And thank you so much for being on the show with us. Yeah, thanks for having me too, guys. Yeah, and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for inviting us on your show. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. We wreck, ha- we wreck havoc on that show. <laughs> I was finally. It was able fun. To... It was fun. It was really fun. Yeah, especially Wait. the part where Jim started scripting. I was finally <laughs> able to script. I was finally able to live out one of my fantasies. Electric oh, yeah. tape. Yeah. Electric tape. Jesus. God. Why electric <laughs> tape of all? Why not masking tape or duct tape? I yeah, just saw it. I just saw it on some porno guys. That, that would there. be that, that would be so painful though. Duct tape. I think he like... I think he used electrical tape um, because <laughs> of the adhesive, and it's much more painful when you try to rip it off oh, compared yeah. to masking tape. So, you know, like Jim has been like um, a mas- uh, a masochist at some point. He loves pain. Oh um, God! It is hey, rather stimulating in it. Oh, tingly sensations. Um, uh, you know, okay, no. that's too much information. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's so, just two minutes in, Jim. And you're talking about tingling sensations. Okay. Right. So uh, yeah, yeah uh, let's give some po- let's give some background to uh, our host. Alfeca Perpetua is the host of Cebu-based podcast uh, Podcast Historias, and they talk 
all about arts, sciences, and sex. Did I miss anything? And music. And music. That's right. So and it's music. it's more like MASS or preaching the mass, which is music, arts, science, and sex. So that's what the acronym. Is. Wow. Yeah. Would you like to talk a bit about podcast historias? What's it all about? Uh, besides, yeah. Well, Podcast Historias is your, it's a multilingual late night radio comedy talk show and interviews. Um, its language is predominantly English, but then I'm Cebu based, so I'm allowed to speak in Bisaya. So it's Bisaya in English, but we're leveling up on our, on our third season. Um, we will be, I hope when the pandemic it has died down a little bit and it's much safer for the guest and the host we'll be upgrading and we'll be hopefully i will have um tagalog speakers and and all those sorts so uh currently it was exclusively a podcast that means it's audio based but now we have included stream casting as part of its format so yeah that's podcast historias with alfeca perpetua mm. yeah streamcast uh, that's the that's the that's the type that we appeared in right on yeah Facebook. yeah yeah streamcast oh. is another type of format where you see what you hear while podcast is just imagination and you and, get to, um, and you get to see uh, the duct tape on jim's nipples the, it's, it's, it's basically <laughs> close it's basically closing your eyes while i service your manhood oh jesus <laughs> okay oh no that was a little that was a little lured wow that was good uh that was good well i had a question about the podcast historias why the name podcast historias oh it's it's really simple um it started out as asl in 2010 Uh, what, what the, the 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 concept was angry sex live, which oh. is more like a satire for uh, SNL or Saturday Night Live. Well, you know when um, I, when I heard about ASL, I thought it was it means age, sex, location. So basically, ASL is ASL or angry sex live is supposed to be like a wordplay abbreviation play. Um, mm-hmm. For age, sex, location during the MIRC era and Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live for its format, but then it's mm-hmm. a little bit too crass for the audience. <laughs> so I decided to just basically do commercial. Um, I it's based from my song. I wrote a song in Bisaya. Um, mm-hmm. It was under uh, Vispop, which is Historias, and apparently oh, yes. when, and then I'm like. Um, I wanted it to be easy and not so much fuzz around it. So I kind of like did a little digital marketing research, um, tried to Google, you know, my name just to make it easy for the brand, you know, and, and whenever people at the, at the time around five years ago, when, when you Google, everyone Googles, Google people nowadays, right. For, for shows, for, for interview and such. So when, when you Google my name, it has always been the song that I wrote Um, just Historia. So I'm like I'm thinking, actually, you know what? Yes. I'm actually doing it right now. Yeah. yeah. So when you, when you, so it's Historia's is pretty much like in there, you know, it's, it's already in the Google results. So why not use it? So just put podcast before and became podcast Historia's. So that's practically yeah. it. Mm. I found your SoundCloud. Huh. Nice. Yeah. But, right. it, but it used to be like, it used to be Angry Sex Live, but then it kind of like, <laughs> It's very niche. 
You know, it's I'm, very niche and it's very um, dangerous if you're not yeah. careful. So <laughs> let's just do a little very um, no-brainer podcast historias. Right. And you know, um, I, I, yes, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it used to be podcast historias, but we had more like a copyright problem with Apple Podcasts. So uh, due to my song. <clears throat> It's 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 a very controversial uh, the um, background for for Vispop here in Cebu. But just to move mm -hmm. on, I decided to you know what I need to create and reformat it and put with Alfeca Perpetua, and that became the whole name, which is Podcast Historias with Alfeca Perpetua, just to uh, to be able to distribute it in the Apple Podcasts um, platform. Mm. So you had trouble uh, distributing yeah. your podcast just because of a song that you actually wrote yourself. Yeah. And, and then it, that's because it was owned by Bizpop. No, oh, that's 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 kind of complicated. They, they wow. don't really own it. it well, the, 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 the gist of it, and to make it short, um, mm. it's 50%, 50%. But at some uh, point, there was troubles internally and all that stuff. Um, Oh, I, I I think it, it's not my place to talk about it. But yes, um, right. I, we had troubles about the copyright and the intellectual property. And it got flagged um, at the Apple Podcast directory because it had um, the song. Because um, the, the directories in all distributors are very smart already. Um, every audio has a... Um, what do you call it? has a blueprint. So every song, do you notice when you when you upload, well, not really upload, when you edit a video and you put like a copyrighted song and you upload it on YouTube, YouTube will, strike. yeah, there's a copyright strike. So that what we we call that like a, if it's a picture, it's a watermark. So it's like mm. a it's like an audio mark. Um, there it's, it's a smart technology online, where it detects um similar pattern so at some point maybe that's what happened or i don't know what happened so just mm -hmm. to make it short because i really want it distributed globally already so mm -hmm. i named it from podcast historias to podcast historias with alfaca perpetua it's a little bit va vain if you think about it but the but the background is um they're not accepting podcast historias as a sole name anymore so i just that's added true. with alfaca perpetua just to just to make it, it easier and yeah. brian Ryan, could you check it out if we have any matches on DDF? <laughs> well, later I would check. Well, regarding <laughs> well, regarding to your song Historias, can you tell us a little bit more about this song? Oh, okay, my song. <laughs> it's a um, it's a it's a song that I wrote that I wrote and uh, composed around two thousand and six, seven. Just. I don't know. It's been it's been a long while, and um, a group of friends decided to create a um, a campaign for the Bisaya language, and they kind of used the music platform for it. You know, because it's easier for people to learn different languages using music, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and since the, the the song that I wrote was in Bisaya, and and Bisaya music was kind of not famous or if it's famous it's infamous or he had this cheap tacky um brand um in you know 10 years ago and mine was more like a jazz blues rock remember um our pre-interview i told you my my background the, the music that i really 
um, like has always been jazz, blues, and rock. So that's what Historia uh, sounded like before. And then a group of friends wanted me to um, uh, to include my song, so I decided to um, submit, and it got top six, and um, that's practically it. Wow! Mm. You know, I'd like to hear more about your uh, mu- about your whole foray mm. into music later on in the podcast. You know, it sounds very uh, very complex. You know, we actually had a we actually had a pre-interview with Alfeca over here, and boy wow she's yeah. been doing a lot she she's been doing a lot How, what what instruments do you play by the way Ilfeka? uh guitar guitar has always been the instrument um the guitar yeah. ever since ever since high school right no ever since um second grade grade wow. two wow ever since yeah. second grade me i don't me i think i guess i tried to pick up the uh guitar back in college and then i let it go and now yeah. I'm going to try to get into the piano, but uh, it's going to be hard. But yeah, uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about your music later on in the podcast. I'd like That's because I'd like to ask a little bit about podcast historias. Why the mass? Why music, arts, sciences, and sex? Because that's what I like. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like. <laughs> again, it's a no-brainer. The podcast historias is not like something that you have to think about. It's just, it's just really normal for me to talk about music. I also like arts. I have a lot of friends in the arts um, scene. Um, science is very normal for me. I took marine biology in college. Um, I really enjoy thinking, um, you know, uh, more on the... I just really love science mm-hmm. by default. And sex education and health, because sex education is something that we need. Um, it's, and it's also easy for me to talk about. And mm-hmm. health, which is healthcare, is something, it's also something that we need when we're older, Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. true. You know, me. I mean, you know, like most, especially when you have a medical condition, and it's, it's, it's also really um, cool to talk about. And it, it's fun. It's mm. so it's just so timing that these things that I'm passionate about, which is music, art, science, sex education and health, come together and I just and, and it abbreviated to MASS and it's kinda like a like a like a very creative play that you're preaching, you know, mass service and you know, all that sort. It's 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 fun. It's fun. So podcast historias is a no brainer thing for me, which is kind of I really hope to desaturate it because when you're really passionate with things, you tend to be very saturated with stuff that not everyone could relate to it. So uh, mm. it's and I'm practicing myself to make it available or um, more on the layman's term. Yeah, I see. I see. But uh, why podcasting, though? What inspired you to get into podcasting you could have been in radio you could have been in i I don't know youtube it's not really um it's not really uh i chose podcast um i just saw when i was younger around 2006 and 7 that podcasting is the future so podcast the concept of podcasting for me has been like brewing since 13 years 13 years ago wow 2007 yeah because um when i was a little bit young uh, I started out on radio, local radio. Um, I was trained in Monster Radio here in Cebu. And then I got a regular uh, gig in 2010 for New 107, which is Cebu still in 2010. So I was on radio already. But then um, my personality has always been I like innovation. I know 
that pod- again, podcasting is the future, and it kind of got confirmed when New 107 decided to reformat themselves to win radio. So that really pushed me and confirmed me that okay, radio is something that needs to um, podcasting is the future, and in and mm. there's such thing as internet radio already. So streamcasting has been adapted already for new 107 Cebu in 2010 so streamcasting is not new to me we streamcast all our shows um, just to reach out those global um, audience and listeners already um, yeah, the, internet. the whole yeah the internet so it's not really I was dreaming to have a podcast I just knew that that's the that's the future that's that's what's next and I Hi. like audio production um, I was trained to be a radio presenter and audio presenter um, and it just fits to get me the it just fit what's the term again in English um, the glove fits yeah it's, it's yeah. the right fit it's the it's right, the right fit. fit and I don't need to think about it I don't need to really push it's just normal for me and podcasting you, is easy uh, what made you think that uh, podcasting is the future what, what, um, yeah, what was the exact moment when you when you went like, oh yeah, when, that, that's what we gotta do. When my favorite, uh, I don't know, but when I knew about Apple Podcasts in iTunes and I got a little bit annoyed, actually very angry. <laughs> you know, when you're young, you're easily angered, right? Mm. Um, I hated the fact that only Americans can download podcast and the filipinos couldn't because it wasn't available itunes wasn't available in the philippines at that time so that's why we pirate right there's a reason why people pirate things because the resource is not available to the audience so um and then uh, are you guys familiar with uh, jessica zafra i've heard of her but i'm not (laughs) oh my god you guys are really you guys are really young um jessica zafra is a personality um she was very she was very um quite famous um in the in the arts and um the art scene uh, mid noughties uh she had a website blogging was such a thing before remember guys around oh, yeah. 2005 to 2010 blogging was such a thing then we um, into facebook statuses right <laughs> not, <laughs> right yeah after. twitter and twitter yeah. ran um, so Jessica Zafra at the time had a website and um, she, I noticed that she uploaded, I think, three audio tracks that can be downloaded in MP3 format. And I was curious and like, what is this? So I downloaded it mm-hmm. and then she was doing a pod, uh, she was doing a podcast format, you know, like talking mon- uh, in a monologue. And I think she had an interview. I don't know. I, I don't remember anymore. But then in my head is like, fuck, it's, it's like a radio show. You know, yeah. it's just called podcast, but it's like a radio show. It's still audio. So I'm like, oh, so this- yeah, so that's what gave me an idea. Um, the fact that, um, internet has come already and at that time uh, traditional uh, skills and everything was starting to transition to digital to the digital age yeah. so that's what gave me an idea yeah you know you're actually quite right about that because a lot of things right now are being uh, being broadcast on the internet like yes. uh, like in ANC uh, mm-hmm. we have to we have to broadcast our we have to upload episodes of our shows on the internet now too so we can you know get the extra reach yeah as well. but which is which is kind of um mm. not really unfortunate but it could have been done mm. uh but but the thing is 
it wasn't really available for independent do you get what i mean like um mm-hmm. even i started podcast if i even i when i started podcast stories and distributing it globally was difficult for me then even two years ago and it's quite annoying now mm-hmm. that this year everything is just seem easier for the new one <laughs> when it, it annoyed me so two so years much ago you because- did you start yeah. around 2018? Is that right? 2018? Yes. I started, I recorded my first episode December of 2017 and I mm-hmm. uploaded it on January 2018. And at that time, distribution was such a new thing. And me, I am a producer. I'm more on the production side. So I'm not really in the distribution side. So when I asked a when I asked my friends, my web developer friends, what an RSS feed is, what is a distribution, blah blah blah, and they talk, and then I did, I, I realized that I have to talk to a music publisher about this, and they just told me what an aggregator is. It's it's the the resources that I need and the tools that I needed. Mm. was unavailable that I have to scavenge online for wow. uh, for information on how I'm going to do it. And at that time, podcasting was just still starting out, most especially in the Philippines. And mm. people are very kind of, um, how can I say this? They're, because the resources are rare, they're yeah. kind of keeping it to themselves. They're not sharing it as rampant as now which is annoying you know i could have wished that this these information that is available this year for podcasters has been available two years ago but you know just just, that's just how it is so i needed to do 400 percent effort for for me to make my show possible and it was it was also a different thing because podcasting, the, 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 the standard podcasting format was also different with mine. Because I, I kind of wanted to marry radio show format and podcasting together. Mm-hmm. If you but notice with my episodes, it's really different. It's, it's highly produced. Yeah, it's 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 sound yeah. Effects, yeah yeah sound effects because I wanted it more like a sound design, you know, like image, um, like radio you- imaging. The, yeah. uh, the voice, uh, the, that mon- the robotic voice, the guy. Yes, a robotic voice, yeah. yeah. So it's, 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 podcast historias is kind of not just simple podcast. It's, it's basically me wanting to marry radio show format at the same time through a podcast, through the podcast platform. I so wanted my uh, listeners to imagine, you know, like when they hear a ring bell, like they wanted, you know, get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's like kind of like upscale, basically. You upscale yeah. podcasters. I see. I see. That's uh, that's 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 quite the take. So back then, when you were starting out with podcast historias, and so did you already have this clear vision in your mind that oh, we're going yeah. through this up up upscale production, really? Yeah, because okay. basically, um, again, we started as I I started as Angry Sex Live, and it's a concept already. We just renamed it and mm-hmm. renamed it again. Added the With Effect Perpetua, so um, it's 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 a it's more like a decade play. Mm, I see. You know, but the, that's the thing, which is which should. What everyone should be doing, they need to have this clear vision in their heads on what they're going to do. Because once you have this clear vision, I'm sorry about the construction sound. Uh, once you have a clear vision, you kind of know what to do next, right? Compared to, you know, yeah. Bry, 
What? We gotta. <laughs> we gotta. No, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's Jesus. gonna be a little bit foggy for sure. Mm. But um, as long as there's progress, even though there's a little progress, as long as there's progress, it'll be okay. You know, I there was actually going I was actually gonna make a joke about clear vision for the DDF show, but all we got was G was all I got. Well, all I had in my head was something about Jim having beer goggles. But Jesus, yeah, you know, that's uh, that, that's that's actually quite that's actually quite useful to have a clear vision in starting out your podcast. Uh, when you started it out, so besides from distribution, what other uh, how how was the whole process in setting the podcast up? You said that the distribution was hard. Uh, what else did you have to do? Just to get everything up and running. Um, studio, more when, or less. Uh, the studio thing is just really normal for me. I mean, um, mm. you know, most of my friends own, not most, like a, like a couple of friends own a recording studio here. And at some point, that's the thing. It's kind of weird because at that time, uh, you know, five years ago, it was difficult for me to make it happen. But once I have this clear vision, at some point, everything is just available. So I wanted to do a podcast. And at some point, my friend uh, started her own, um, I mean, built her own recording studio just a couple of blocks away from where I live. And like, oh, okay. And, and, and the recording studio is very professional. As you can see on my Facebook page, you know, it's spacious, it's practical. Um, I've and seen then, you got like all yeah, those mics and you got like the, what was that? The booth, you know, but then the recording yeah. is very classy. <laughs> so it's, it's very, it's very professional and it's very spacious, which is good for groups. And mm. yeah, like things just, What's that in English? Um, everything is just like very timing, you know, like it's just the right timing, the right place and everything. And, and then the recording studio, which is Tutu, oh, no, Tutu Tango, Room 11 recording studio was located in the heart of Cebu City, which is really easy for people to go to, you know, because most recording studios are usually built residential areas. Really? That's what I noticed. Yeah, that's what I noticed here, like residential area. So we needed to go to uphill or we needed to go to someplace else. We need to go uh, inside a village or something. But room 11 was was just the right location. So oh. it's easier for both me and my guests to go to. They don't they're not going to if I'm going to have like a like a group um, interview, it's not going to be difficult because there is space. And um, the people behind it are experienced already, so they know what they what I wanted, and they can. And they're my friends, so everything's just okay. So the recording thing is just easy. Here, it takes you know I needed to pay for the rent, I not rent for the hourly session, but that's already like budgeted already. Mm. And um, what else? Um, but making a podcast is like film production you know there's conceptualization which is development and then there's pre-production which is the recording and then there's the production area post-production and then the distribution and then marketing so what's hard is i'm the only one doing it the design that's the marketing materials, the hosting, the the producer side, the the design, the the campaigns, the plans and schedules. I'm doing everything, and it's a good thing that um, my partner is also one of the executive producers. So that kind of made it easier for me. And it comes to like ideas, 
at least he'll be able to like take care yeah. of all the paperwork and stuff and you're the one who's going to be thinking I'm, about I'm doing it. the paperwork and everything um when it comes to ideas like i have this really grandiose idea and i just have to like talk to him and say like hey what do you think about this and he tells me a different side like a a, diff a different um point of view pov so that helps a lot and that's what you need on your podcast you need to have a another set of pov because you're just not servicing yourselves to get me podcasting should be a service to your audience and audiences are different types of demographic and all that sort so it's it's fun it's really i there are times that i cry not myself to sleep though but i just cry out of frustration but at some point it happens um i'm i'm quite happy you know the these being at the top 100 on the whatever category, it kind of like gives you this. It's not really validation, but it gives you a little bit of um. Know that it's working. Yeah, that it's working. Like all these, um, all these years, all these um, efforts that I have, and then it's it's quite different because I'm female. I, I don't know why, but it's just really different when you're a woman doing and these stuff. You get what oh. I mean? Like when you when you hear an audio producer, hey, but then if it's a woman, somehow there's just this really different perception. Um, really, perception. Yeah. There's some you know people even ask me like, who produced your show? And when I told when I tell them I did, and they kind of like just give me that blank face. They couldn't believe it. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, chill. <laughs> I am an audio you, producer. Why can't you believe it? I see. Uh, so and, how, did this, uh, did you, how did this? Uh, did this affect in any way uh, how you were starting out, especially, or...? I think it affected me because people were not sure of it. Um, I had a really close friend who was one of my guests. They, they just thought, when I invited them to do a podcast, they just thought that I'm, we're going to record it in an iPhone. So when I, ha I had them in the studio, they kind of gave me that a little bit respect, uh but it pissed me off because they kind of like... They just thought that I'm just playing around. You know, like there's just so many disbelief. It's just kind of normal for anything that's starting out, right? That's right. That's there's, right. There's this disbelief and doubt, and you just really have to prove yourself that you can do it. And um, it gets a little tiring, but, but you know, if it's your passion, that's why passion is really important. That right. you love your work, that you love whatever you're doing. Because if you don't love what you're doing, you're just doing it for the money or whatever. At some point, you just get really burned out. That's so, right. So, yeah, that's one of the most difficult thing, actually. Um, to prove myself to people over and over again every motherfucking day of the week. Oh. It's, it's, and then it's in Bisaya. Mm -hmm. So well, I have to prove, I have to prove it's myself 1000% more because the Cebuano audience is difficult and different. Oh, Jim, 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 our, yeah. our Visayan expert, explain, yeah. please. Okay, I'm not that much of an expert, but when you live like, there, because I'm Visayan, I I could imagine like, oh yeah, because fuck it, we're, we're here in these islands, you know, things <laughs> are things are, things are rough. Okay, <laughs> not really rough in the, you know, it's still more stressful in Manila, but it's it's mm. different here. It's like. Uh, you know, if you're you're doing something like a podcast, then chances are you're gonna be thinking, "Oh shit!" And I'm my language is English and Visaya, some Visaya, so we're gonna target Visaya audience. And you're just thinking, "Oh shit! How am I gonna get these people's attention?" You know, they're they're off like I don't know, fucking doing something else. 
So it's uh, like you just can't yeah. like you know put out a podcast episode and ah people will listen yeah, to it. Yeah, it's like it's not here. something that I was gonna mention a while ago. Like the podcasting is not something that Filipinos are, especially back then. It's not something that we're. I mean, we just got into podcasts lately. I think right. Me. Yeah. Yeah. What? So, oh, is that true? Yeah. Over here is saying. Yeah, is that all true? Is it hard to pull in the Bisayan audience, especially? Um, that is true to not just podcasting. It's it's true to everything, actually. Wow. Even with music, even yeah. with arts, yeah. even with the food industry, um, it's already known that uh, the Sabuano audience is very hard to please. Uh, I remember my trainer in 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 Monster Radio back in two thousand and five, two thousand and six. If you he. And that's the thing that stuck in my head. I was 18 years old, you know, when you're passionate and so depressed and, and virgin and angry and woman. Did you go to did that type of uh, package? When he told me that if you cannot make it here in Cebu, then you cannot make it anywhere because Cebu is known to be like New York. And at some point that got confirmed because um, apparently uh, my a few acquaintances and friends who now have migrated to New York kind of saw the the similarities between Cebuanos and New Yorkers. And uh, we just kind of like, um, and you know, it's not true. It's not a claim. It's just like an opinion. It can be false. Uh, but they said maybe it's the island um, personality. You know, when you're in an island and everything is there, Islanders. Yeah, and then it's, it's different with Metro Manila, kasi because Metro Manila, you can you can travel whenever you want via train, via jeep, via car. But here in oh, Cebu, anywhere. we have to yeah, we have to fucking ride a fucking ship just to go to the next island, which is Bohol, and or, practically or that's just ride. yeah, a long bus Very ride. Long so, bus ride. <laughs> um, and and a lot of people feel like. You know, we, we have everything here. It's it's why why listen to other stuff. So I and also we speak Bisaya and Bisaya is not what okay, one it's, of like, the top it's like okay, let me try and see if I yeah. can put this together. Um it's like when you know like my my grandmother watches uh, Bisaya shows on TV, right? My mom sees it and she's like, What what the fuck is that shit you're watching? <laughs> why are you watching? Kids. Yeah. What? Yeah. Bisaya is like um, something. It had a brand. Bisaya became a brand, uh, and it's 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 the brand that it that it came with the word Bisaya. You know, as a brand, you just don't see it as language. As a brand, Bisaya is known to be tacky, to be cheap, to be very provincial, and um, that's okay. why the. This pop the 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 historias thing this pop thing um happened just to change that perspective to rebrand it it's it's literally rebranding Bisaya but it's kind of like really difficult because me growing up when we open the t television me when mm. I was five years old when we open the television we hear Tagalog yeah you get what we're trying to say and then whatever whatever language that you hear in the tell in tell in the TV. You speak it with to your family, and you speak it to your friends, and and in school, and wherever you go. Here in Cebu, when we open the television, we speak Bisaya, but we hear Tagalog, right? And the yeah. only Bisaya um, shows that we get is more or less around two hours or three hours only, from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. That's that's practically what we have in ABS-CBN before and in GMA, and then 
uh, in, in our school, if we speak Bisaya in school, we have to pay one peso as a penalty. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine that? We had that as well. Well, we have to speak in English. But it's supposed to speak Braille or... Uh, uh, we have to speak in English. English, wow. And, and because of that type of cultural um, behavior, Random. yeah. That's why it's known too that the bonos are, you know, I, this might not be true, but I can see that Japanese clients prefer the bono speakers to speak in English because that's why, we're, because we're trained to talk like that. Um, oh. They kind of notice that. Uh, not all, okay? Again, listeners, not all. But that's what I noticed. Because, again, just imagine growing up, you're not allowed to speak your own language, your mother tongue. You're, you, you're supposed to. You don't have yeah, that's, practice. So we don't, so I, our identity, we don't, yeah. we, we have an identity, but it's kind of like, it's, 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 it's very, it's that's the same with any multilingual um, culture. That's, so, um, okay. Maybe that's why Zabuanos have become uh, difficult to please. Trust Especially me. Especially with, with, with something with a Bisa Bisayan language. Yes, yes. just a matter of difficult to please. And Bisaya actually has a lot of dialect. You know, Bisaya in Cebu yeah. is different. In, no, Bisaya in Cebu City is different. Bisaya in Dumaguete is different. Bisaya in southern Cebu province is different. In Bohol, you know, it's called Bohol Anon. It's still Bisaya, but it's still different. <laughs> you know, can, you know, somewhat. Can, I get, I kind of understand. And I'm the... like, oh my god, guys. <laughs> yes, Bri. You know, somewhat. I understand the uh, connotation of the Bisaya calling the people in Luzon the Tagalog Imperial Tagalog, something like that. Imperial, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everything is there, even government. Diba? You mm. guys get the funding right away. Yes. Here in Cebu, we have to go through Manila. So everything's Manila. So can you imagine if you see it as a corporate um, company? Uh, you have a department, right? Let's say the podcasting department. And then we have these like um, plans, what we want to do for podcasting. But we have to get the, the approval okay. from, yeah, from, from, from Manila. So it's annoying because we have to go through these things. And at some point, it kind of just really crushes. I don't know. It's just it's just that. Um, and then there's this thing that we have in history, um, in history class before, where Cebu was supposed to be the um, the capital city of the Philippines, but then really? because blah blah blah, they made Manila. I, do you do, have you um, have you heard that? Yeah, somewhat. I think I, I heard that during my. Yeah, Cebu class. was a. Yeah, Cebu was supposed to be the capital city of the Philippines. In, no, in, actually, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. But then something happened. I think they, they sold the paper. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a historian. But then Manila became the... But then it's easier for Manila say, mm. because of your geographical um, location. The, yeah, because it's connected to everything yeah. in Luzon. Yeah, if you compare but... it with Cebu, we have to pay, you know... Uh, ship an airplane so it's it's kind of really kind of inconvenient when it comes to distribution too so but then for the Cebuanos who, who doesn't know better <laughs> um, we just think ah oh, Samuka I mean it, wait, what mean? Tagalog, Tagalog. what's what's <laughs> what is, uh, Jim, we Jim come on help me out I always forget that you guys are yes um 
parang nakakainis kasi nga uh, white Manila. So it, it's fun. It's also fun to think that there's this rivalry. And Between I thought, and yeah, but and then I thought it's just us. It's also actually happening in other countries. Um, one example is Spain. Spain's national language is Spanish, but at some yeah. point they also have Catalan. Catalan, Andalusian, yeah. yeah. And Catalan, Catalan is also like Bisaya, which comprises more fifty percent. You know, like uh, their residents speak also speak Catalan, and 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 uh, I have a Spanish friend who tells me that there's this ongoing secret war between the languages who who should be the number one language, blah blah blah. And it it, it made me laugh because it's the same with Bisaya and Tagalog, and I'm like, it's annoying. Can we move on, please? <laughs> Jesus, like, no yeah. race wars. Race wars. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, no. My God! And then, yeah. and then they say like, oh, the the national language is Filipino, and they say Filipino is composed of different languages. And I'm like, dude, you have to remember, language was invented to communicate, right? If you already understood what he or she's trying to say, then that's it. You don't need to think about it. If it's English, Bisaya, or Tagalog, right? As long as you under, yeah. I think it's because of the uh, because of the cultural the cultural baggage that the languages bring. You know, it's not, like ah, not yeah, just cultural. Like you know, not just yeah, cultural. I guess it's more uh, it's more on the context. Like me, um, I really don't understand much about Bisaya. When you speak Bisaya, I could understand like a little bit context on what you're saying, but in my mind, I want to know what did trano parang what it really means, like word for word meaning. Yeah, but which gives you a little bit of um, interest and curious yes. curiosity, right? And that's what I also want to make. That's why I decided to make Podcast Historias as a multilingual show. Because um, it, it shouldn't be... Gap. Yeah, to bridge the gap, you know, to make it interesting. Because Bisaya as a language is also kind of interesting. It's beautiful in its own way. Um, you know, if you just put the brand away and just see it as a language it's just the same thing you know korean uh, japanese shorter whatever um again it's not my place because i'm not a linguist um but all i can say is it's it's fun it's actually really fun to to do it's it's fun now because uh because of the music you know there's vispop there are more people writing in bisaya um one example is the song balay ni mayang what's that mean Balay ni Mayang was uh, um, Bahay. Bahay ni Mayang. Yeah, Balay. Okay. You know, Balay is Bisaya for Bahay. Yeah. And that song was a Vispop song and it became more like a, it got really um, famous regionally. So, naging famous sa Mindanao. Naging famous din sa Luzon. And I think it got sang at a um, at a variety show in in, in ABS-CBN. I, I don't know. I don't remember anymore. But I, I remember that kind of bridged the gap a little bit. You know, a lot of um, Tagalog people I heard were trying to learn what it means. And it's fun. It's really fun. Yeah, if you, you know, put the brand away. You know, Hearing about the... all this, you know, because I've lived in, I've lived in only uh, Cavite and... Uh, Cavite and Manila all my life. I think the furthest south that I've ever went is uh, is the fuck is that place? Go- what the hell is that place again? Uh, it's it's the it's the beach island below Batangas. Yeah. The beach island below Boracay. No 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 no. Not even Boracay. Not even that. Uh, what the hell is that place again? It's in ah uh, fuck it. Fucking it, it, Australia. 
no, 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 no. It's the beach. Uh, it's the beach island that you can just get. You can just hop into a uh, fast craft. You know, a boat. Uh, I don't know, guys. I already forgot and, that, but I somewhat remember that place. I forgot yeah, the that, name. That's the south. That's the far, farthest south I go. And then when I hear you should all really, this, oh, you should really come when the pandemic di di dies down. It is safer. You should really oh, come man. here in Cebu City. I'll, we, I'll show you. You, you know, we were supposed to come in Cebu like November. Yeah, last we were year. To get to Cebu. This year, we were supposed mm. to go to Cebu and then go to Dumaguete for a quick vacation. But then again, yeah, coronavirus I, happened. It's okay. Um, it's gonna be fun. It's funny too when I hear and I read these memes. You know, I think people are not really taking this seriously. They're just doing this for the memes. You know, There's, you know how Filipinos are yeah. in general. But um, I heard like um, a lot of a lot of people residing in Luzon uh, think that Cebu City is still very very provincial you know they still think that um you don't have what, it's internet? not it's not as urbanized as Metro Manila well which I understand too because mm. uh, Metro Manila don't have so much Cebu um, influence do you get what I'm trying to say? Like that, it's it's different here in Cebu City because meron coming influences from Metro Manila, which is uh, ABS-CBN showing. Um, what's the variety show again? Uh, Showtime. Showtime or uh, Eat Bulaga. So that's 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 an example of showing how Metro Manila is. So. Here in Cebu City, we have so much influences how Metro Manila looks, how you guys mm. talk, because we have shows like Showtime and Itbulaga. In Metro Manila, you guys don't have shows that really show what Cebu, show how Bidaya, Cebu City is. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. there's no representation. There is online, oh. but it's not as um, it's not as standardized like you know ABS-CBN and GMA. So I'm a, that's why that's why I'm a little bit sad about the ABS-CBN franchise. But still, you know, we have to level up. Everything is in the internet. So um, hopefully, in the future, mm. you guys. I mean, everything's going to be easier, more or less, when it comes to information. So yeah. That's gonna be fun. Okay. So it's it's really it's really funny for me when they say, "Ah, Cebu provincia talaga," and I'm like, "Dude, are you guys okay?" <laughs> don't you see? Don't you, I'm actually looking at. I I'm actually googling Cebu City right now, and I'm quite surprised. It looks like Makati. It looks like yeah, it does. It does. That's yeah. what my friend. Um, I had a. I remember. I think it was 18 or 19, I guess. And um, at that time, before Facebook, it was MySpace, right? Yeah. Wait, are you guys familiar with MySpace? Oh my yes, god! Yes, yes, I, really I am. I am. I am. I am familiar. So MySpace is like a social media thing, and I kind of like um. I, I met a friend there who's from Manila, and I think he he's a curator. I think he's, he's a big shot curator. Anyway, long story short, he had a gig to he had a gig here in Cebu City to restore Santo Nino, I guess, okay. Santo Nino Church, and that's one of the oldest church chests in the Philippines. And then when when he okay. yeah when he came here in Cebu, he said the same thing. It seems like it feels like Makati, but compared to Metro Manila, it, the beach is just an hour away or thirty <laughs> minutes away. Wow, that's impressive. Because yeah. you know, there's no beaches here. <laughs> well, 
Well, yeah, the, I, uh, think, I think you need to go to Bali. What's that surfing hub in Luzon? Oh shit, I don't know. It starts uh, with the letter B. Baler, Baler. Ba- uh, Baler. Baler. You guys yeah. had to go to Baler to do surfing, yeah? Yeah, well actually... Uh, you we, can have just that go. On, we have that in Bicol. Yeah, well you can also go to... <laughs> you can go to Cavite as well, you know, there's Ternate um, and all these places. My family has a... Uh, we have a house in Dasmarinas, Cavite, and it was there once around 2018 mm. yata. Uh, my ass was aching, man. <laughs> we have to ride the... De- my Gee. mom had to drive from... I think from the airport to Cavite, and, and, and my ass was just, it was a long ride. What, how'd you find Cavite? How'd you find Cavite? Yeah. Cavite looks like the, the usual municipalities here in, 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 um, ano, in Cebu City. It feels like Cebu City with, with the wider roads. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then mm. I had to go to Tagaytay, you know, just to be in Tagaytay. And I want to see the Taal volcano. And I also went to, there's a, there's a Ferris wheel, I think. Oh yeah, the Is sky. There? What the fuck was that name? Sky yeah, the sky thing. The sky run. Yeah. 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 I was so I was so scared of that thing. Holy Jesus! You know, I looked. It's not up, scary. It's not scary. Yeah, I'm, it's not. It's it, not. It's I cool. No, I'm scared standing next to it because right. Oh. When you're standing next to it, you see the steep goddamn ravine, you know, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. and you're like, "Oh shit, no way!" Looks like no, someone so... looks like someone hasn't climbed a mountain here. No, not at all. So no, it's I have just no really plan. cute. Because yung Taal volcano for Cebuanos and like Jim and Domaguete, it's so textbook. You know yeah. those social. The social studies textbook when growing up, uh, Maria Cristina Falls, uh, oh, yeah. San Juan Bridge. Oh, yeah, it's it's Taal, like that. So when I saw, and then you know, it's kind of because the, we have a Taal incident this year, right? Yes, um, it's yeah, kind of yeah, like, yeah. And when you found out that the crater that you usually see isn't the crater, it fucks you up at some point. So. Yeah, that's not the volcano, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. that's. Um, so I was in Cavite. Um, it was okay. Uh, I mm. didn't really try talking to people because I was with my sister. So we were speaking in Bisaya. It's so fun because every time we speak in Bisaya, people would look at us. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like... No, no, no. We, we we get the stares and we speak different Bisaya kasi because my me and my sister speak in English and Bisaya, so it's mixed. So they just look at you. And then my sister, who has been living in Manila for like two to three years, still doesn't know how to speak straight Tagalog. <laughs> it's funny because I make fun of her. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's a, that, that's, that's the thing that I notice when I, whenever I speak in Bisaya in Metro Manila or in, in Paranaque or whatever in the train, they just stare at me. And that's weird because it's weird. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I guess. I would understand why, because sometimes whenever my office mates, I have like two Visayan office mates, they would like speak in Visayan, and I'm like, guys, what are you talking about? <laughs> guys, you, you know what, Michael, you are missing a lot. You're, you, a chunk of your life has been missed for not learning Visaya. It's yeah. fun when you learn a lot of languages, because mm-hmm. when you, when these guys gossip, you know what they're talking. You know what they're talking about? Yeah. Ha! You think that I don't know Visaya? Ha! I know you've been calling me fat. <laughs> You know, you know, you know, it's kind of surprising that the Bisaya Cebuano is quite similar to the Bicolanos 
Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. Because my family lives in Bicol, I understand some of the key words that you guys are saying, like the balay. The balay, the balay is, a, is a common Bicolan word too. Yeah. Um, I'm not really familiar with Bicolano, but what I've heard there's a there's a language. I think I think it's a language, it's not a dialect. Chavacano, yata. It's very Spanish, yeah. yeah Spanish. But then um, a li- uh, I have a friend who's a linguist who told me when they thought that Chavacano is more Spanish, actually Cebuano is more Spanish. We 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 use a lot of Spanish words here in Cib- in in Cebu, like oh, wow. um, ayuda. Yeah, la mesa, cuchara, tenedor, yeah, the oh, usuals. Well, well, there's also some of that in Tagalog too, yeah. as well. Cuchara, yeah. tenedor. There's so many Spanish words. So it's fun. It's really fun. So I don't know why some people tend to use the language, which is Tagalog or Bisaya, to describe their depression and anger. You know, you could just have sex. What? You know how, how people are. They tend to project and they just use whatever they want just to argue with other people. And I get where they're coming from and I, I totally understand how they're feeling. But there are so many other things to to do like sex you know quickie yeah. or just, just why you're stressing out bro you know actually yeah. actually yeah. uh yeah let's go back to the podcast a bit you know not just because yes. of the gym you know yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I don't think we, okay i think we have time for that yes we have time for we have yeah. more time for the sex questions according to jim god uh, damn yeah. Well, uh, I wanted to ask a little bit about since you you know you've already been setting you already set up the podcast in 2018. You've got a hard audience to uh, please, you know, with the Visayan audience. Uh, what is your process nowadays when you have to set up an episode? Try to walk us through uh, how a, a typical episode of podcast historias usually goes. With that in mind, you know, having to please this audience, having to do everything upscale. You know, in terms of production quality, everything. Yeah, what I haven't, you- I haven't really, I ha, I haven't really thought of pleasing my audience yet because I want to perfect podcast historias as a show first. Mm. So for season one, I was, I because the story for podcast historias, I kind of really had a hiatus with whatever I did. Mm. You get what I mean? Like, um, I used to host local events i used to do this and that and then i stopped because of medical health reasons and then when i came back i had to really practice you know like i need to get in the game i know i need to relearn how to host how to handle people so for season one i was trying to figure out how i'm going to interact with with guests based on the number so i had a one-on-one uh, I interviewed one audience, and I'm sorry, one guest, and then two guests, and then three guests, four guests, all female versus all male. I was trying to figure out what's the best mix. And then on wow. the second season, um, I since I practiced that on my first season, the second season, I was trying to perfect the format and the, the, the design, and then figured out that instead of having an hour and a half a duration mm. for a show, I decided to cut it in 15 minutes, in 20 minutes, because I decided that my audience will be non-podcast listeners, because that's what we need in the Philippines. We need to convert non-listeners to listeners, right? 
Because not everyone knows what uh, a podcast is. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Right? But not but, uh, a lot of people listen to podcasts. Yeah. So I we, I need to convert my audience, which is non-podcast listeners, to podcast listeners. And it's kind of unfair if I'm just going to uh, upload an, an hour and a half when they don't even know what it is. So it's kind of nice to make it like five minutes, ten minutes, until I kind of gradually increase the duration. And um, also look at the data if it works. Try to see if they listen to an hour episode, how many, which minute did they stop. So I was still studying, and I'm still studying. So and what that's what producers should be doing, because DDF show you guys are the producers because you guys are producing the show, yes. right? You're just not hosting it. So you need to figure out what works for you as a show and what works for your audience. So that's what I'm doing for season two. Um, but the thing with season two, there's a format already. There's an introduction. There's a little bit of script. And, and my friends know that I don't do scripts, but I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine when I do hosting, I have this internal warfare between my producer self and my host self. Like sometimes I want to do this as a host, but then I have to remind myself what the goals are. So it's kind of really difficult internally, and it pisses me off. And I'm, I'm, I'm pissed at myself, and then I just need to move on. Um, yeah, the, those are the things that, um, that I'm doing. I uh, just need to be strict and very faithful and loyal to your design. So whatever changes that you want to do, um, make sure that it's going to work. And if it's not working, you just really have to change it. You have no choice. Because if you're going to do the same thing all the time, getting the same results and wanting a different result, yeah, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, they're nothing's going to happen. Yeah. It's kind of like right. the so, quote in Far Cry 3, you know, the vast yeah. guy, the, my, the definition of, of insanity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's insane. <laughs> Um, and I then see. I decided to be really loyal, again, loyal and faithful to my brand, which is mass music, arts, sciences, and sex education and health. And it's like an ingredient, the ingredients of a shampoo, right? The, yeah. the farther the ingredients, the lesser the volume is. So I'm more on the music part. So I interview more music guests, followed mm-hmm. by arts, followed by sex education, oh. no, followed by science and followed by sex education and health. And it's somehow coming from a female host mm. when you talk about sex it's a little bit taboo right i mean it's That's it's right. kind of it's kind of um it's kind of tacky cheap what is this woman talking about why is she talking about sex and we know that if a woman starts talking about penises and vaginas mm. they you guys kind of feel uncomfortable so i'm trying to make that more like a normal thing but but the thing is mm. be, maybe because of my age i don't just don't talk about penises and vaginas anymore i talk about hiv um mm. how rampant it is you know i more like with a purpose i have to make sure that it's with a purpose and but i also have to respect the fact that podcast historias is a comedy talk show and interviews meaning these really hard questions to make it more digestible we have to put humor in it so when we talk about sex shop it's sex shop um we just had a sex shop here in cebu city but no one goes in so one way of making it Jesus. and no one goes in and and even my friends are kind of surprised that i have to get in very comfortably because it's it's just merchandise to get me dental clinic yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah yeah near the yes yeah near yeah, the dental I, clinic i went in there oh my god <laughs> he's a patron oh jesus so um just one of those things um uh making hard topics 
and process it mm. and make it digestible for your audience. That's that's what I'm doing right now. That's mm. why we keep Jim around. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, your like, purpose, Jim. Don't you know? Like being the pet. <laughs> the pet. Jesus yeah. Christ! No, not the pet. No, no, oh, the mascot. God, stop the mascot. Kasi boring. <laughs> boring kasi kung lahat pay alam, de ba? Yeah. Oh my god. Boring, boring kung like we already know that you're let's say for example, if you're going to get like a very intelligent guest mm. and somehow, you know, to be honest, like I kinda I kind of act like as if I don't know just to make it work. Because it's kind of different when no, it's it's difficult for the audience to listen to a show when you guys know it all yeah it's like, it's still it yeah. yeah it's still acting if someone is really smart if it if he's supposed to play smart in the show or in the episode you need to be the different type of smart yeah. it can be the fun part because if you guys are both serious and just very anal <laughs> both terms Ooh, anal. very tedious <laughs> it's gonna be a boring show right it's it's nice when you have an anal know-it-all versus the sarcastic funny and then there's this just sexual guy it makes it oh the mental <laughs> image fuck jim jesus okay. <laughs> Yeah. So that's 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 the thing. Um, uh, I really hope that I'm going to have a team for podcast stories. I really want it to be more like a standardized thing. But then it's kind of I get really insecure when I see again going back. Cebuanos are very hard to please. So again, that's I think that also explains why I get a little jealous with these um, Manila-based or Tagalog-based shows that in just month or two they already have 10,000 plays oh. and I, I it's because i know that their you know their audience is not difficult to please yeah, it's not easy to please but it's it's easier you know and then i'm kind of like i wish i have that um audience too but i that means i need to change a little bit not just be exclusively bisaya i also have to learn how to speak in tagalog and that's why i had you guys in my show and i had uh, actually positive feedback really um they enjoyed really? they yeah they enjoyed you guys in the show because they because the audience that we have during the streamcast both all understand English, Tagalog, and Visaya. So can you imagine if you are tapping those types of audiences? Mm, this can be a lot. You know, I, think, I, think, I, I think it's the I think it's the electric tape, Jim. You know that. that <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that sells. <laughs> sex sells, Jim. You know, no, no yes, sex, sex sells all you the know, time. Because That's you, a... because of you all, Becca. We know the secret sauce. You know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, and then I'm a really like, and and I also it's 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 a really good collaboration because you know like I was really proud that you guys are um 500 likes now on Facebook. Yeah, hey. really surprising. Hey, we were like freaking out. And then I'm like, right. I'm like looking at podcast stories. I'm like, dude, I'm still at a hundred five. Because with mine again, it's a slow but surely kind of growth. Mm -hmm. And then, and I'm like, dude, you basa tagalog talaga yung audience. Um, uh, yeah, but it's very fast. Um, Jim, what's the term again? What's paspas in Tagalog? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like, uh, Paspasan. I think it's because we have a wider audience, uh, uh, like a pool of audience that we can tap into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really good audience. 
Um, well, but we the better, thing uh, is, go ahead. Yes? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, but the thing is, you also have a lot of um, compet com competition already. And hopefully, it's going to be a healthy competition. Hopefully. Guys, I know. Guys, I already know what language we should pick up. German. That's right. German. Yeah, just so we, so we, can, expand our, so we can expand our audience reach in uh, North Rhine-Westphalia. Alam mo ba yung Duolingo? May Valerian din na tutor. Yeah, Valerian and um, what's that? What's the Star Trek um, language again? Uh, I don't know. The tracky or social? Who knows? I don't. I'm not. I'm not that much familiar with Star Trek. No, 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 no. Yeah. Was it Klingon? Klingon. Klingon. Yes. There's, there's yeah, Klingon. Klingon. There's Klingon in Duolingo too, and Valerian. It's wow. funny. Damn. Yeah. I'm learning German right now, and and on Duolingo. Yeah, and it's teaching me like uh, the difference between Brot und Wasser. And then, and, and I have this friend. She's telling, she tells me of all the languages you could speak. Why, why German? And then I tell her so I could watch Hitler's speeches without yeah. subtitles. Oh, God, that's so wrong. I, I'm here Jesus. learning Japanese from hentai. So oh, Oi, Jim. Alamo ba? The only, the only language that you're gonna learn from hentai is just like two or one syllables. That's it. Graduate the jab. Michael Amuba. Um, I do have a question about the brand on podcast historias. Why the lips? Yeah, why the red lips? Because um, again, going back is a no-brainer. I love lips. That's it's the easiest. It's oh. the easiest figure that I love drawing and um, doodling on my exam papers growing up in high school. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, and, and then at the same time, you know, podcast historias is more like talk, and it's a talk show, and it involves your mouth. So why not? Yeah, right? involves your actually, mouth. actually, it's actually but quite I, simple. That's when uh, I see it, it just uh, sort of turns me on. That's kind of the what the fuck is happening with you, Jim? Seriously, Jesus Christ! Damn, the well, uh, podcast historias logo turns you on. Seriously, <laughs> hey, well, I think that Jim think gets that turned on on everything. I think Jim is trying to give you a compliment. That's is what's yeah. happening here? You know, that's but, actually what I was trying to say. Uh, uh, well. Really Besides, speaking of things that you use your mouth with, oh wow, that that came out wrong. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, that that came out wrong. That's right. Uh, I'm not that great with segues. But let's uh, let's talk. We've been talking a, lo a lot about the podcast and a lot about the lang about the languages, uh, especially how hard it is, pala, to uh, get an audience just because you speak a different language. But how about you, Alfeca? Uh, t tell us a little bit about yourself. I know that's vague, so I'm gonna Is be a little. This is a job interview. Tell me about yourself. <laughs> what do you? How do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh, no. How what do you expect in this company? What Long and short term. <laughs> oh my God! Do not ask me that question. I will say to you. Uh, I will just say to you. I'll still be working here, sir. You know. Uh, but anyway, okay. yeah. Uh, so. Alfeca, I've seen in your web. Uh, it says on your website, uh, alfecaperpetua.com, uh, that you've been you've been uh, you've been freelancing for uh, more around 13 years, and before that, you've already had a long, uh, decade-long career in broadcasting and production. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself before podcast historias and how how you got how you got there? Well, before podcast historias, so you're asking my resume. <laughs> Well, kind, well, kind of like, kind of like that. Like, a real, okay, uh, so, mm -hmm. 
Um, my background, more or less, is I'm a I'm a Cebuana who didn't feel at home in Cebu City. That's Why? the truth. Why? I don't know. It's just I didn't be- I didn't feel like I belonged here. I hated Cebu City. I just really didn't like. It's not the people. It's just me. And then I just realized that it's just me being depressed and and not healthy. That's all I can say. <laughs> So, um, but then because Cebu City is just a small, the, here's the thing, Cebuanos think, and me included in the past, we think we've got it all, you know, we think mm-hmm. Cebu City is the city, we just think blah, 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 we just think very too much of ourselves sometimes, but then when you realize that Cebu City is just a small city, mm. when you only realize that Cebu City is small when Cebuanos have gone somewhere. Like Manila. Kind of, yeah, like Manila. And then when they've flown outside of the Philippines, let's say Singapore and, and, and the neighboring Asian countries, that's when we realize that Cebu City is not it. It could have been better. So uh, I'm one of those guys who, who, who felt like I didn't belong because the, the opportunities for the things that I love and I like isn't ju- is is not here you get me like i was trying to figure yeah. out who else who else plays the guitar in 2005 2006 who also loves funk rock and blues i couldn't find it if i if i do find it they're pretty much older than i am if you do find it I can relate to this in a way. I remember yeah, and, and 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 I wanted to do podcasting, and then people couldn't relate to it. So that's I think those are the one the few reasons why I felt a little bit um, I didn't feel like I belonged. And um, even though I have friends that with with similar uh, with similar likes, they didn't host shows like I did. They they have different you know they have different likes and stuff. Um, mm. They do if they do host. They have a different style. His mind has always been very gritty, very, um, very conversational. Uh, mm. So yeah, this is all I can say, and this is why I'm doing all these things just to try to connect with other people who share the same things. And you know, and um, basically, uh, quote unquote, get out of Cebu City in a way. Yeah, I, I, I actually did, but not to a point that I'm not going to be ungrateful because I am very grateful for all the experiences that I had, both good and bad, because without them, I wouldn't be myself. It's, it's, it sounds like a canned, corny message from a greeting card or something, but it's it's the truth. It, it, it's corny and it's, it's, it's tacky because it's true. Um, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my past experiences. And... Um, you know, if you see, if you Google my name or whoever's name on Google.com, uh, you'll read there. It's but that's um, it's practically the product of what I've been doing in the past. Um, I've been on radio. I've been on music. Uh, I did did host shows, both small stage and biggish or medium sized stages. Um, I wasn't comfortable making it. Oh. Here's the thing, Kase, with Cebu City, and and that's what I also know from other artists and from other celebrities. They like going to Cebu City because we just don't fucking care. <laughs> when it. when they, when they imagine see John Lloyd, huh? he he he, all, he lives here because you know, but we just don't Nobody fucking knows. care. I mean, yeah, well, fine, we care, but <laughs> we just don't fucking care. Like, okay, you know, fine, like, just yeah, John Lloyd. Okay. Yeah, parang walang hype. Um, it's the same thing with a few friends uh, who's an artist who's a musician. 
when she was playing here, you can feel like you have a lot to improve. When she, when they tried in Manila, it seems like you've peaked already. So wow. that's the, I think that's the difference kasi here in Cebu. There's a reason why people here are so hard to please. Kasi parang you haven't peaked. You still have a chance to better yourself. Yeah, by going out, by going out, you know. Actually, yeah, yeah, hearing but... hearing you talk about all this, you know, about Cebu and everything else, it kind of it kind of illuminated. I don't know if this is the right term for it. Illuminated me a bit because you know, if you live here in Manila, uh, specifically my life, for example, you kind of tend to forget that there's a lot of other things outside Manila. Yeah, you know, it's... and then you get like tunnel vision, like ah, it's the same street that I walk to work that I do every day, and then I get back home and then I speak to the same two motherfuckers that I have with me right now, and <laughs> then. And then you, you just wake up and you sleep and then you wake up and then you do the whole thing again and then you tend to forget that ah there's actually more to life more places outside. Yeah, there is more places outside and and yeah. one of the things that I am also annoyed actually is the cost of living. I mean, mm. living here in Cebu City is much cheaper compared to Metro Manila. That's already like a thing and it's the same with our uh, minimum wage. It's it's cheaper compared to. To Metro Manila. Imagine we, you're you're offered the same position, the same duties and responsibilities, but you're but since because you're based in Cebu, the offer is cut in half. Let's say it's, 50, it's supposed to be fifty thousand pesos if you're based in Manila, but you're in Cebu City, they're just gonna cut it off to twenty five thousand pesos. Ouch. So it's 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 annoying, but it's reality. So. Um, it humbles you being in Cebu City. That's all I can say. It really humbles you. Um, it's it's a humbling experience, but at the same time, if it's too much, it gets a little bit arrogant. It's get a little. It gets a little bit um very exclusive. I don't know. It really depends on which scene. Um, but yeah, we're friendly. We're it's chill. It's the island life. <laughs> the island life. You know, let's not, I'm kind of. I'm kind of. Yeah, intrigued. I really want to go to Cebu. Yes, you should. You should it come is. here. You should eat puso and and let me mock you how you eat puso. You have been, Do you know puso? Yeah, I ate that in. Ironically, I ate that in Binondo. There's a shop there that sells that. No, uh, there's puso in Metro Manila. Seriously. Yeah, and and it's funny because it's in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Serenity. If no, it, I don't know. Well, Serenity is... Maybe it's Cebu. Maybe it's Cebu owned, Cebuano owned. But yeah. then, seriously, puso in a Chinese. I'll tell a story I'm right having, now. I'll tell a story right now. I'm having, a, I'm having a mental image of a beating heart on a stick. No, 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 no. no. Puso is, puso is a rice uh, wrapped in a banana leaf or some sort of leaf. Yeah, it's hanging rice. Yeah, and it's it looks like diamond. It, yeah, it looks like a it looks like a heart, a puso. A puso. The yeah, a puso, 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 puso. Dumbanak. Anyway, anyway. You know, I don't understand. I don't understand Bisaya, but I could feel that. I could feel the conyo in that goddamn sentence. Okay, well, so okay, tell us. All right, hanging rice. It's basically just the rice, but then you know the container is the coconut leaf, weaved 
So it's it's you weaved the uh, the the coconut leaf to shape like a diamond, a hanging diamond. Okay. So you put the rice okay. there. Mm. So and then it's practically very practical. You know, like it's mobile. It's it's you can you don't need a rice cooker. You don't need a spoon and fork. All yeah. you need to do is just crack it in half. And usually it's funny because I had um in college I had someone from Manila. Uh, my classmate came from Manila. And then we started eating, you know, street food, and it's it's very it's it's normal here in Cebu City. We just eat poso. Mm. And then, wow. <laughs> Jim, when she opened the whole damn thing, she unweaved every oh, coconut no. leaf, oh, and I'm no. like, dude, you just need to cut it in half. <laughs> so wow. it took the it took her like ten minutes to unweave the whole thing, and we're done eating already, and she's still <laughs> unweaving the whole thing. So it's funny. It's funny. Wow. We should come here in Cebu. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe the kids could show you. But it's, it's really different. I mean, it was vibrant. It was really... It's much more vibrant before compared to now. There's oh, just yeah, so many people COVID. here. But it's still vibrant. But it's yeah. not as vibrant as I remembered. But it's wow. really... But, but I was surprised at that puso thing. That I, I, the time that I ate that in the Chinese restaurant, I didn't know it was a Cebuano thing. <laughs> it is. It, it came from... I don't know where it really came from. But it's, 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 it's practically a staple thing. It's, it's something... It's a Cebuano identity. It became like an icon for Cebu City, actually. Mm. You know, I have a theory right now about the Chinese restaurant. Maybe... What? Maybe, owned. Yeah, maybe it's a Chinese who lives in Cebu then transferred to Binondo. And then... No, I think no, I think it's Cebuano owned and it and, and that Cebuano and that Cebuano is also Chinese, you know, with the yeah. Chinese <laughs> ancestry Chinese. and just decided. Yeah, because Cebuanos I know when they go to Metro Manila, they complain to me. The, the, the my friends, they complain to me there's no puso, there's no steamed rice. There's, they complain a lot of things. Does does the does the fat does the rice in fast in the fast food joints count? You know, it, it has a wrapper, you know? No, the, no there's there's this greekiness and very um because because of the coconut leaf it kind of mm, it kind of good. yeah it gives more like a little a, a different flavor to the rice as well because oh. the whole preparation is you create the container right which is a diamond shape mm. hollow thing made of coconut leaves and then you put the rice grain in it and then you just put the whole thing in a boiling pot of water and all of a sudden you have you have rice i'm looking at pusot right now huh so you cut it in half i see and then you eat it with <laughs> yeah, something but, but the but the wow. ones who are not familiar with it they unweave it and it takes like five to ten minutes <laughs> it's funny but it's cute you know, but, I, yeah. you know there's I a similar you know there's a similar puso like it's called pater you know pater Oh, I'm not. I'm not familiar. It's a with that. Muslim. That? It's a Muslim. I think it's a Muslim version of a puso. But instead of just having rice, it, it also have like a chicken adobo in there. Ah, okay. It's a. It's a. It's, a, it's ah. more like a. Yeah. It's, it's like, different because it's a banana leaf, so yeah. there's flavor in it. Yung puso different. It's coconut leaves. You know the leaves of a yeah. coconut tree. Yeah. yeah. But the ah. but the presentation and prepar and I mean the presentation. It's quite similar for me the idea yeah mm -hmm. is the same but it's still different you need yeah. to have the puso experience you know that should be a thing puso experience 
<laughs> hey, that's a new way. Hey, that's a, hey, that's a, that's we, a, that's we, a we will do that, that when you go there. You need, yeah. Hey there, Tagalog people. You know, the fact that I call you guys Tagalog people is hilarious. But anyway, uh, people it's, from Metro Manila, you should try the Puso experience here in Cebu City. Just hey. contact Podcast Historias. Provincial <laughs> uh, government, uh, Cebu City government. If you wish to use the uh, the campaign name, uh, so experience. So experience. Uh, please remember, uh, Podcast Historias and DDF show. Yeah. Okay. All you need is suggesting. Maybe you we can channel like the uh, you can channel the, some of the royalties to us. Okay, we could definitely use the money. <laughs> can you imagine? This is an idea already. Okay, so anyone who's listening right now, if you're an event organiz- organizer, this will be this is gonna be a good thing because there are a lot of them. There are a lot of Bisaya in Metro Manila, by the way. I bet Metro Manila is composed of 60% Bisaya who's just not telling people that they're Bisaya. Trust I think no, it's a anyway, melting pot, you know, very diverse, I think. You know? I'm so surprised, you know, like in the office, I know a lot of people who speak Bisaya and I'm like, holy shit. See? You can randomly hear somebody shout out, Pisting Yawa. Yawa, man! I really don't get why Yawa is the number one... <laughs> Bisaya word. Why, why Yawa? When there's Giatai, there's Pisting. I think the Yawa, I think the Pisting Yawa thing became a meme in the internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. You know, Yawa moment, you know that. Uh, it's, it's circulated no, last year. No, you're supposed to say it with a Maragsa. So Yawa, not Yawa. Uh, yawa. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Yawa sounds like Yahweh. So it's kind of weird, <laughs> right? So you say Yawa with a Maragsa yawa. at the, the A. Yawa. You're supposed to pause with using your diaphragm. All right. You're supposed to yawa. pause your breathing. Yawa. 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 Yeah, no, 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 no. The, yawa. The, the stress is in the first syllable, so yawa. 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 <laughs> All right, we're talking about but how no, to guys, say yawa. Right you know, you know, you know, know, I remember. No, no, no. I remember Jim and I having this conversation about like you know, the uh, the, uh, uh, the sanitized versions of yawa, like yawa yeah, 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 words. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, yeah, you know. Uh, I'm curious, what does yawa means? Okay, here, here's. Let me explain See, this. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it, it is the best devil. thing. Because, yeah, devil. It's a demon. It's the devil. Yeah. Oh, so the best thing on earth. Great. I yeah. see. Why? Why would that be a swear word? <laughs> I know. Or, or maybe maybe it's rampant, or it's it's easier for you guys to to, to remember because it's just ah, uh, it's the letter A uh, vowel. You know, yawa. Yawa. Yes. It's why. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm prepared to. Compared to Giatai, there's so oh, many syllables. I, I like Giatai more. What does it really mean? Okay, because I I'm, I'm I always hear that, but I, I don't exactly understand. Actually, the I do not know, yeah. and really? I like it because it's yeah. uh, well, Atai. Well, Atai yeah. is you know liver, atai. and yeah. we usually put gi in mm-hmm. words to make it like a like an adjective a or a verb. But it's fun, you know. Pisting Giatai. See, there's so much, um, so much. I, so I much emotions. Wow. Wow. I never thought that I'd be practicing the science swear words on this podcast. One of the last things I ever expected to be doing. Wow. You should, you know, what's, what's, what's nicer? The gay lingo in, in Cebuano. The gay really? lingo. Yeah, it's, 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 let's say, um, I don't know if, um, Tagalog has a gay lingo version, a gay language. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, there is. There is Jonakis. Uh, I think. I, I, I think there is. You know. But the but the but the but the Bisaya gay language is also very interesting because they kind of like just um uh, they interchange the the. Uh, they they read the word backwards. So let's say totoy meaning breasts, right? So totoy. That's where it started. And then you read it backwards, so you thought, and then you just put ch, so it's yotoch. So it means breasts or boobs. Wow. Ooh. Oh, so it's kind of like pig Latin in a sense. Wow. Yeah. So it's yotoch. So your yotoch is so big. Your yotoch is so big right now. And oh and God. another. <laughs> And another one is like penis, right? So it's um, the, the Bisaya word Ten. is Utin or Oten, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of like um, read it backwards so it's uh, Neto, but it sounds Notch. weird. So you just put yeah. Not and then you put CH so it's Notch. Notch. Young Notch more. Notch more. Hey, Jim, your Notch is looking yeah. good. Your <laughs> Notch. So. That's one of the reasons why I wanted podcast stories to be, you know, top notch, so I can use that word. Oh, hey, that's good marketing right there. So I cannot wait for podcast stories to be number one, just the fact, just for the fact that I could use that term. Podcast stories is finally top notch. Hey guys, help Alfeka out. You know, achieve that dream. That's a very humble dream. Okay, guys. Yeah. <laughs> to call your to call your podcast top notch. Well, we wanted to look we uh before before we end, you know, the episode, we can extend a little bit, you know. Yeah. Brian, I'm very sorry <laughs> yeah. in advance. No, it's okay. Uh you know, we wanna talk a little bit uh about you we you know, I actually had this all planned out but, about sex you know, education. We will talk about that. Do not worry. Do not worry, my friend. We will talk no, no, about no. that. No, because I, I, I think if I distinctly remember, I think it was called Pink Bunny. Am I right? Yes, Pink Bunny is. is yes, Pink I'm Bunny right. is a sex shop here in Cebu, located Hell at Mango yeah. Avenue, and um, they were really nice, by the way, because I did like a little documentary with Quartz um, visiting a sex shop for the first time, and they were really nice. Because you need yeah, to were, ask permission, yeah, they were right? Very nice, dude. Yeah. Mm. They're very nice to let me upload the video, and they're very nice to distribute it and share wow. it with other groups. Um, it's yeah. it's kind of weird. Yeah, they're they're very actually very nice. Were, I have nothing. So, uh, there was a time that they ran out of uh, vibrating on hold. Vibrators. <laughs> yeah, no, the the on hold, the vibrating on hold, uh, flashlights. Yeah. Vibrating and, uh, on hold. They say, what? They they said uh, uh, we can keep you updated, so you can give us your number and we'll tell you when we're restocked. And I was like, wow, <laughs> yeah. customer service right here. <laughs> yeah. Though what's funny oh. is um, I had epi- I had a series on our season one for podcast historias where I had my friend who's a doctor, Doctor Robbie, and uh, a real deal historian, which is Quartz Cortez. Uh, but then we, what I did was we visited the sex shop and I documented it. And after visiting the sex shop, we did the podcast interview. So the during that interview, it was really fresh for for those two. Those were uh, that those was the that was the guy's first visit to a sex shop, and mine was like multiple times already. I like going there for the sake of just I just like looking at stuff. Not because I got get turned on. I was just really amazed because it looks wow. like a freaking, you know, a freaking merchandise. That's it. 
Yeah. In Japan, I, I just wanted to chill in the sex shop because they had good music and the oh, guys. Was <laughs> oh, guys, 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 listen, you should watch uh, Jim's review of this whole goddamn sex shop. Yeah. Sex shop. He channel. has a channel. News uh, 96. News 96. Sex shops in in and for sure there are sex shops in Metro Manila, right? Oh yeah. Recto. Recto. Yeah. Chain called the Pleasure Store, I think. Is name. Pleasure Store. Yeah. You know, you guys have the clean one. <laughs> I've seen the dirty ones. No, I was working. Dirty. You mean the their products and services no, no, no. are already? No, the area used? is dirty. <laughs> There, you know, the area is dirty. It, it looks like there's a pot session nearby or something. I just live like one street away from that place. Pleasure shop. That's right. That's the chain. They have a chain of stores all over Manila. Well, you know, it's well when I was working in Manila, there's always like fuck tons of uh, sellers of sex toys, vibrators, and so some sort of that. And I tried to ask one time because I was curious. I was uh, I was like, uh, you guys are selling legit here, and they told me that there's really a physical store, and they're just enticing people to buy. To buy, it's like mm -hmm. uh, they're just uh, displaying those uh, boxes, and the real deal is in that store. I I decided we... not to come with them because I'm fucking scared. <laughs> yeah, I imagine, no, imagine it's Brian buying. Wait, 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 Brian, no. have you been in a sex shop? Not really, but I not was yet. nearly. I nearly. No, you should went. try. It's a very you should really try. Coming place. Me, Jim, ibanaman sa isa sa you. Me, it's a different never, thing for you. Me, I've never went to a sex shop if only because you know the sex shop right here, right? The pleasure shop, yeah. which I don't know if it's still open. Yeah, that's the name. They have so it's the pleasure shop. There's the fucking sign, and there's a big ass glass window just a big ass glass window you can see everything and everyone inside Correct. can you imagine going to the pleasure sh pleasure shop with your mask and your face shield <laughs> and then you would come in there and then all in sundry, they can see you all in sundry outside hey guys i'm buying a flashlight yeah that's right essential goods what? no michael so you're afraid that people are gonna know that you're buying a product oh, yeah. from the pleasure shop you have this besides from that besides from that i'm not interested you know i'm not interested oh, in I why I remember that time I came from Japan and I bought you a flashlight and you just wouldn't uh, I mean no. an on a hole and you didn't yeah. want to take it because you, you might the, the train So I have a question. I have a question. Why <laughs> are you afraid of sex products, Mike? I'm not exactly afraid of sex products as much as I am not interested in sex products, you know. Why I, aren't I, you interested? Why? Well, that's a good that's a good question. I'm not interested because Hello? Hello? Mike. Oh, oh shit. Oh wait, I pressed the I ended up pressing the mute button. Okay, uh, what an idiot. So, not not yeah, you know, that's why I'm on the DDF show. Anyway. Deep dark I, fantasies. Deep dark fantasies. Right, hindi interested si Mike ng mga sex merchandise. Because go. I feel not because I feel that I can just go and get the real thing, you know? That's it. Have you gotten the real thing? Yeah, I have. Like, you got it right now. Like, like, no, no. I'm not actually even like looking for 
you know, like sex per se. Parang ano, no, no, parang chaka, no. I just but, want uh, alien pussy. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what the oh, fuck are me, you I'm, talking about? <laughs> I'm more of, uh, I'm more of the, I'm more, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a soft boy deep inside, you know. And Aww, I'm a high school yeah, girl. I'm more focused. You're a Japanese high school girl. <laughs> I'm a Japanese high school girl. Uh, <laughs> I, and I'm looking more for like not just. The sex, but rather like the the great things about a relationship. Somebody you get along with, somebody that you know that you can trust. You know things like that. You, you know, should get a pet. Sige, sige, sige. You should get a pet. Find the real thing. Mm-hmm. Then by 30 years old, mm. at least just try the flashlight. That's it. That's all I can say. <laughs> You know, having the flashlight versus the vibrator, it's kind of weird for a guy to have a vibrator that's really yeah, weird. Like Try the flashlight lamp. I thought the vibrator is for girls. The Tenga uh, eggs! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, Jim, eggs, have but... those, right? I, yeah, have those. I, have, I have one like a really a miniature on hold, so it looks like... Uh, a, yeah, it reflects your dick right. size. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't, didn't I tell you this story? What? Yeah. No, didn't I tell you this story about this Tenga eggs? Um, I worked in a in an office owned by a friend too, and then their neighboring office decided to move out, and the owners left these like three trays. I'm not kidding. A tray of Tenga egg. I know it's not a tray. It's 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 not actually a tray. It's just like a like a half a dozen. Okay. What's that egg? I'm, I'm imagining, I'm imagining like yeah. SM bonus. Like a container, like a container for yeah. six eggs, ba, ganyan. Pero tenga eggs. So anyway, they left these like bunch of eggs. And then you know how it is with Filipino boys, right? They get really interested. What is this? Blah, 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 whatever. And then, and then it's funny because I know what it is. And then these guys are just acting like as if they don't want to touch it. But anyway, then the, since yeah. no one wanted it. I got like four of them, and wow. then at just some point, it was a little bit of a timing that mm-hmm. there's an event at the end of the at, at at the end of my shift. So Did I went to a musical think? event, and they wanted me to host the local event. It's a rock event, and, and then you- Sabiko. And then Sabiko, I'm not a host anymore. But how about this? We're gonna raffle these free tenga eggs that I got. <laughs> so whoever is gonna answer the question. Mm. Uh, the correct ones will get a tenga egg, whether it's a female or a male. Pero my um, I have a I told the host, which is also my friend. I told her na my requirements. You're not allowed. The ones you're gonna receive the tenga egg should not be in a long-term relationship or married. I want mm. the single ones or the engaged ones. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So if they're in a relationship or they're married, they're off the hook. They they can't receive the tang gag because I don't wanna I don't want to stir, you know. I don't wanna be the reason why they're gonna fight anyway. Can't the engaged ones. You're, you're giving that tanga egg more attention than me these days. Uh, why is that? It's small, one. but it's better than you. <laughs> so. And then I also gave it to a few friends, so I gave them a sex egg, and they're just like acting like how Michael is. It's a typical mm. Filipino boy. Um, you because know. Filipinos are not culturally, they're not really, they, they, that's not part of our culture. You get uh, me? Because we're no. a Christian country too. Yeah. The, the, anyway, the so I gave them one. Really taboo, right? It, it is a taboo. It is a taboo. Well, it's like but this then, um, for me. It's like, uh, 
I'm not yeah. I'm not interested and at the same time I'm also a little I'm also a little bit nervous. You know, I'm okay yeah, with You should be nervous. nervous. You, you should be nervous because it's weird. It's an inanimate yeah. object. All you need to do is your imagination. Oh Jesus, you know. No, man, it's, it's, it's augmented the masturbation is what I like to call it. Oh god. <laughs> but, but, but the thing is the inside of it Mike is textured. Yeah, I've seen, seen the inside. The inside of, I've seen the inside of a tenga yeah. egg. Curtsy gym over here. Yeah. The, the, the uh, you know the texture is really uh, it's good. There's a lot of different <laughs> textures. Wow, to gym the and... review pa. Oh, <laughs> review. He actually has a video. He actually has a video uh, reviewing I didn't, I didn't all this. Yeah. Review. I still have to make a proper review for it. Mm. Well, once I get more sex toys and once I get a high end. Wait, one, hang on. Like, after wait, sa unboxing. <laughs> Or after using, um, or during. After using, before after. and after. Like I think oh, I can say, okay, before, uh, fuck like okay, it looks quite enticing. I, I like the packaging. Um, yeah. <laughs> no masasabi mo, Bry. Jesus. Uh, I, I'm looking uh, at this ten tenga egg right now. I thought it was like you know the Kinder surprise, but the, the <laughs> surprise, the surprise is the surprise. Yeah, the surprise egg, the Kinder, the yeah. surprise. Sold in Seven Eleven. It doesn't yeah. look like that. But I. But, okay, it really is a goddamn sex toy. Damn. First, I've seen this. Wow. It does. It also has some schematics on what's inside. Damn. We got a wavy, a clicker, a spider, a twister, a speed steeper, silky. Holy shit! It looks like some sort of kitchen equipment here. <laughs> I think I think the twister is good. I, I like it. <laughs> what do you yeah, own here, Jim? You know um, me. Well, what was that Jim? More like a spike. Um, I don't know. It looks like a spiky thing inside. <laughs> oh, the stepper. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I still, I still. No, you know, it has I, different flavors. It has different quote-unquote flavors. That means it has different types of texture. So there's the ocean. I think there's a different type of texture. Oh, yeah. It's fun. You know, feels you know like what, you're in a salt water. <laughs> My spiky, my I know, my curvy, my my uh, a little bit of um circular, whatever. Basta my texture, it's a different texture. Ano para basta ano parang para sa akin it's like there was a time where I would have considered you know getting like a flashlight or something three thousand pesos ngayon I did the research. Why is it three thousand? My five hundred lang sa Shopee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Jesus, no. Shopee. Yeah, Oh, damn. But uh And then my my ano pa, my September promo sale. So I it, it should be like 30% off. So kuha ka na kuha mag kumuha ka na. It's ano kasi, it's uh you know, I'm a pervy guy. You know, I'm a, I'm a very pervy yeah, guy. Yeah. Are you Pero, sure? Yeah, yeah, I think I, I, yeah, I, I, I am. I, can, I, can, uh, I am. I, I have no shame in admitting that. But for me, surprisingly yeah. enough, sex, to sex toys are a little bit too pervy for me, you know? Like, <laughs> then you're so not pervy enough. Not pervy enough. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Oh, that's fine. Oh, that's Hi, fine, I know. love you. I am sorry, girl. You're too curvy for me. Parang ganun. Oh. You're too curvy for me. And I'm not too pervy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not too pervy for curvy girls. So Makoy, ane ane lang. Hayat na lang. O sige Jim, magtranslate ka, kasi malapit na ako magbibisaya. 
<laughs> Mike, mm. you're still what? 24, 25? Yeah, there still have so many years ahead of you to try oh, it boy. out. But you, you can go ahead and be, you know, martyr and very virginal until 30. Mm. And then you could try until it 30. out. Try it. Oh, try, it is, try it once. At try least my pang experience points. <laughs> uh, experience points over the toy. Oh my god. Uh, I know. Buddhism teaches that you should always be open minded to everything. So maybe uh, in the future. You know, yeah, but maybe in the future. But if you don't plan. like it, then don't. Yeah. Say, there's nothing like the real thing, which is basically just warm right. steak. You know what? Warm I, steak. I actually. <laughs> like no, a meatloaf. Meatloaf? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I still have to try the meatloaf, but... but <laughs> what? I, I gonna, you know, I, I had a mental image wrong. of Jim screwing a, me a, a, no, a, a meatloaf. I'm thinking, how do oh, I keep no. it together? So first, I have to cut it uh, like a circular hole in the... Like what? A cylinder no, you don't mouth. need to cut a circular uh, hole. Just buy a steak, line. warm it up a little bit, and okay. roll what? it around Jesus the notch. Christ. And then I'll need, the the, I'll need cooking oil. Screwing like a steak! Oh, Jesus! It's like American Pie. <laughs> what the fuck? That's definitely on my checklist next time when I, uh, you know. Why stink? I'm gonna review you screwing. Get salmonella, I can really feel that Jim hasn't found his sexual identity yet. I could really oh, feel that man. he's bisexual. What? There's nothing oh. wrong with that. It's actually hot. Oh. Oh, well, I'm, not, I'm not gonna be surprised if Jim is a bisexual. <laughs> I mean, Jim. I mean, Jim actually had sex with a junkie. That's the most <laughs> surprising thing for me. You know? Guy, a junkie okay, girl. Actually, a junkie. One of the things that I want to try is go to Thailand and screw a ladyboy. You know, <laughs> oh yeah. Ladyboy is hot for me though. I somehow they're they're actually very sexually attractive. I, I mean, for player. me, as long as you're born male. And and mm. you're 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 not an asshole, you're hot. <laughs> That's it. You know you know me. I've watched this. Uh, I've watched this porno where I thought there was a lady boy in it. You sound like, like oh. a. Oh, you really whoa. sound like a like that very virgin hormonal teenager, my Yeah. Friend. You know it's because it's because I uh, say it's because I'm He's not really. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not no. a virgin. I'm not a virgin no. too. I know, but I, how, I, I, how I am I gonna do? Yeah, well, it's more, how am I going to make sense of this? It's like, with uh, porn and everything, I'm not really that, you know, I'm not that uh, into it anymore. No, it's more BBW or uh, well, mga, uh, nah, nah. Ebony. No, 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 no. I don't watch, I actually don't watch porn altogether that much. If I do watch porn, it's like instructional porn. You know? Instructional? What do you mean? Yeah, 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 you know, like they teach you, yeah. they teach you like how to how to make a woman orgasm with two. Oh, you mean like a sex, like those yeah. events yeah. that has been yeah. like a sex therapist? Okay. Yes, things like that. You know. Why do you have to make it instructional? Oi? Yeah. You just have to feel it. Yeah, you just have to feel it. Yeah, it's uh, like another... step one. Mm. Put hands over shoulder. Ganyan? Put hands over shoulder. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. But. Uh, I was a very horny kid when I was in college. You know, maybe that's why Bry. That maybe that's why Jim and Chakasi Michael parang talagang um perfect. I know perfect duo because opposites attract. 
I wouldn't. Well, say I'm a third guy in the group, though, so it's not surprising. No, Brian is both. I bet. Yeah. What? Yeah, I, I can say. I what's what's Brian. what's the phrase? Something something. Then crazy under the sheets. What's that term again? You know, I will tell you guys right now. I am feeling very nervous about this whole discussion. You know, like. <laughs> well, welcome to. Yeah. This is your. You know what? I didn't invite myself to be in your show, so. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's okay. It's okay. This is something that I also have to unpack with myself as well. <laughs> when you say unpack, you know. To give your feeling a little bit um comfortable, we're gonna stop now. Jim, keep your junk inside your shorts now. Uh, yeah, I was actually thinking about pulling it out a while ago, but I'm not saying. Oh wow! You know, I'm not saying that I'm uncomfortable. I'm just saying I'm just stating what I'm feeling. I'm a little nervous, and I'm fine with that. You know, I'm a little. Take your time. Take time. You guys are still young. Use plastic lapo and then put pour some cooking oil, and then you're good. What is wrong with you, Jim? Because I, I actually did that before. Why One would you I... pour hot oil over your no, nose? No, oil. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I felt like oh, Jesus. Oh God. Then I was okay. The stack of you know like those folded clothes like I was a. And so I stacked it there and I thought, hey, you know what? Maybe I can make use of this stack right now. So I got a plastic, mm. put cooking oil, uh, you know. Jimmy, what type of get... cooking oil? Vegetable or sunflower? <laughs> or extra olive? Extra virgin olive oil? Uh, Expensive. It was, it was the cheapest oil I could find. Uh, coconut oil. <laughs> coconut oil. Oh, yeah. Coconut oil is expensive, Mike. Don't. Yeah, well, palm oil pala. Palm oil pala. Palm oil. There we go. Jesus. Canola. Canola. Oh Jesus! You know, before we get into more detail about uh, Jim's uh, adventures with a plastic bag, uh, a piece of plastic, yes, or, uh... a piece of plastic. Uh, well, let's. Uh, I'm just. Uh, I'd like to ask a few questions to Alfeka. Uh, so before we end, because you know, we try. We tried to focus on podcasting. That's fine, you know. But we did. Uh, we did. We did. We did the man. You know, I think we did. <laughs> but uh, so Alfeka. Uh, what uh, kind of advice uh, would you have given yourself like two years ago, uh, knowing everything that you know now? Uh, you know, having gone up, got, uh, no, got, having uh, started up podcast historias. Um, like I said, with any other um, interview that I have, I wish I could have had a mentor to a tell mentor. me. Yes, a mentor or a, a coach. To mm -hmm. really push me, because at some point growing up, I was the, I felt like I was the coach <laughs> to people, to my friends, but mm -hmm. no one was there to really push me as much as I wanted to, mm -hmm. you know. Like I, 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 I wish there was someone who saw and felt the same, the passions that I have, more like a sport, mm -hmm. and also wanted me to be number one. I mean, I had. I had like my trainer. Maybe, maybe that's the reason why I'm. I have this. Uh, I always. I am a perfectionist because at some point I was trained by a perfectionist, and but at some point you know life happens to him and and myself. But I just really wanted that I could have had like a mentor for the past five years, and that um, really pushed me to. To, to make it short like for example if whatever success quote-unquote or whatever it is that I have achieved now I wish I could have achieved it around 25 years old to get me so that there'll be more time to be super top-notch but yeah that's, that's the, the only thing um, 
because I learned everything by myself. And if mm. I had help, and I have, and I'm really grateful, but most of the things that because of podcast stories or because of what I did was all self-study, you know? And it, I, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's okay. It's nice. It's admirable. But it wouldn't hurt if I had someone to do it with me. Get yeah, what I'm I trying think- to say. And like, like with I, a, kind of like with a piano, with someone who learned the piano by themselves and learned the piano with a teacher, you know. Yeah, these, you're not just ahead. a teacher. Like someone who really pushes you to join competitions and and be the best that you are. Uh, mm. You know, like um, I remember not to brag because it's different. Um, like I remember I wanted to take, I want to be a science communicator. Mm. And I, I want to take marine biology, and at the same time, I want to bring journalism to a different notch. And it wasn't a thing before. Science communicators are still even not a very uh, popular um, job at the moment. Yeah. Um, Bill Nye, the science guy, is a science communicator, but their oh, target market man. has always been, you know, the, his target market has been kids. Bill Nye, the science guy. Oh, man, yeah. I love that. So I, I wanted to do like a science communication kind of thing, but in my own way, like in, in, in a very music rock, you know, it's a very cool kind of brand, but no one shares the same thing. Um, I wanted to take journalism, but there's no, I mean, there is a, there's a school here that offers journalism, but really don't i mean they have a they have a competitive program but it wasn't the program that was looking for i want to take music in college but the music uh program college program that's available is only in manila and i'm not really sure if i wanted to to move to manila so there's just so many things that lacked here and i just really wanted that there's a mentor who shares the same passion as i am that's that's the only thing so if you listeners out there and if you're like young i mean no no matter if you're 40 years old if you really want to succeed in your um in your field you really need to have a mentor or a teacher or someone who really pushes you because that way you'll see a different point of view someone guiding you yeah. So, because if the only thing that you see that that mindset that you see is yourself, it's it's that's that's it. Yeah. You know, like uh, you, you're gonna peak. And you end up making mistakes that you could have not made if you had a mentor. I mean, or mistakes are mistakes are okay. That's the only time you know that you're gonna be doing the right thing. Because without mistakes, you wouldn't know if it's if it's gonna fail or not. I mean, there's that's the reason why we experiment. But I'm sorry, it's it's different when you have a coach, when we have a mentor who tells you how it's done. Um, for example, if you wanted to do a logo that's like pink, mm-hmm. um, a mentor could have told you like, why do you need pink? You know, like makes you think, critical thinking all the way. And um, it's 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 like a it's like it's like Grace Anatomy per se. You know, like you're a resident and there's an attending teaching you how to do with with stitches that you couldn't just um, learn from reading books. It's there's experience as well. But that's, that's the thing. Um, it's really difficult for me because I really want a female, I want female audio producers. I am very tired of being just the only one that I know at the moment. Or if I do know they're DJs, like they, you know, they, they spin or they mm-hmm. make music in clubs. I want an audio producer to think also think like thinks like me 
know, very cinematic audio production. Um, imagine, um, imagine my surprise when there was a workshop for audio production here locally and I was the only female. I mean, fine, sure, I'm proud. Yeah, I am female, but I, it wouldn't hurt if there was like a group of females doing audio production. It's the same in 2008 when Eyewitness was um, asking for uh, people to submit their essays about what they do to take part of their um, a docu, uh, docu workshop. And I was surprised I was the only Sabuano. I mean, yeah, fine, sure. It's it's amazing. It's admirable. But it's uh, kind of sad and lonely. You know, if you're the only one. Yeah, so. and, and, it, and imagine um, there were around like, I'm, I'm not humble bragging, but you do get what I mean. It's it's sad when you're the only person doing that because you need you need mm. not to be alone. You need to have someone else to do that with you because mm. at the end of the day, even though you're number one, number two, what's the point if you're the only one? That's right. It's more like uh, competition and uh, I guess. Yeah, and, uh, and if you find someone, well. yeah, and the problem nowadays because of the language difference and the cultural difference, sometimes when you see someone that does the same things like you, they see you as a competition. It pisses me off. Like, can we just like have Chill. fun? Yeah. You know, yeah, like it's it's nice to have a competition when we're twenty, when we're twenty-five. But if we're only three or two, it's nice to work together and 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 yeah. But that's that's the reality. That's the reality. That's so so that's why we should work together with. Uh, I don't want a podcast with Jim. Jim. podcast. Hello, guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hi, collaboration. Hi um, I. That's why I feel I created the Filipino podcast community. Just to make it more like a very friendly thing, you know, like um, uh, I I I really hate it when well, Jim. How do you say it in Tagalog? Like patas anay ug ihi. Patas anay ihi. Yeah, like uh, palayu ando ng ihi. Yeah, similar. Yeah. 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 Close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Like patas anay ug ihi, which is practically well, it's default when it's a very small industry. But still, it's 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 it would be nice if I'm working with someone who shares the same vision as I do. You know, like radio imaging and um, audio production, just not podcasting and and making the both of us like better. You know, like let's say if you're having a hard time during doing marketing, let me help you with marketing and and all that sort. But it's sad because I, you know, it's it's different when you're doing that not in long distance relationship style, like actually here in Cebu City in the same location. But apparently that's that's impossible. That's a real that's the reality of it. So I just need to make do of whatever I have. And it's a I'm already um very happy that Podcast Historia has kind of really opened a lot of um doors for other people. I noticed and even my friend said, um, the moment I did my my show finally, because my friends are waiting for me to make it because I've been talking about it and and, and conceptualizing it for a long time, right? For thirteen to twelve years. Mm-hmm. So um um, when finally when I did podcast historias, people were also making their own podcasts and in in the Cebuano language. So I was happy that that's happening. You know, the more the merrier. Yeah. But that's the, the thing. Only only males 
and I only <laughs> see females. They're not really making a weekly whatever, so they only have like one episode or two episodes. And I'm like, I'm still waiting for that female who's as who's as passionate as I am um, to creating shows, whether it's a podcast, a streamcast, or a vlog. Or if there is a vlog, which is kind of not really my thing, but you know, you get what I'm trying to say, yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah, it's quite tough, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the oh, you know, yes. I, when I started looking, you know, you mentioned Filipino podcast community, the market, you know, is starting to get bigger, but it's not really as big as of uh, the vlogging, for example. But I think, you know, in the future, I mean, give it a few years, it will be bigger. You know, especially- yes, it was. Most especially for the pandemic. Again, um, one example is the podcast PH Facebook group. It started with when I joined the group, it was only 400. And then all of a sudden it became 2,000 members. Yeah. Um, there was a. There was a show. I'm sorry. There was an Asia podcasting thing that's happened in, in Singapore. And it was the first, like, um, I think. I think you know these, you know this, but I'm not too sure. But I know that they're collecting different Asian podcast shows all over Asia. Mm-hmm. But then it wasn't as strong as I wanted it to be. And then the podcasting network happened by what's his name, Raymond? I forgot his name. Uh, yeah, but the, the 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 guy who started that podcasting network, and I was a little bit disappointed when I when they wanted to. Um, invite people to to submit their shows, but then I realize it's still a business, mm. and there's no response at it. Like it's still really slow. Maybe because the clients or the commercial, you know how it is with newspapers, right? Newspapers continue because there are sponsors, there are ad blocks, yeah. people pay for advertisement. I think clients and um, businesses don't see podcast yet. As well, a really good advertising, because in 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 the U.S., podcasting is one of the top revenues for oh, their yeah. businesses. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's but why the, we did that ad for Anchor, right, Bry? Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I think podcasts will be bigger in here here in the Philippines in a few years. I mean, years ago, we actually tackled this in the microphone episode. Vlog yeah. being a YouTuber in the Philippines isn't even a thing. Like five years ago and then kong tv happened and then lloyd caldena happened and then yeah. the jamil jamich and then all of a sudden a lot of people started vlogging and then came that and then after that came the streamers which is already a thing in america we got mm-hmm. doggy we got chooks we got alodia yeah but you have to like you have to give or take five years yeah. late know and that's the thing if it's gonna happen five years from now i'll be almost 40 i might be too (laughs) tired to get what i'm trying to say guys yeah like like i I want it i don't want it to happen when i'm not feeling it anymore and Mm. people might say i I don't want to be like a has-been like oh she alfeca perpetua started podcasting let's say for example like hey she started blah 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 blah. but then i'm just too old to really feel it anymore because i'm such a boomer do <laughs> uh, you get what I'm trying to say? So yeah. I wish it. I I I. The, the only thing that I could suggest is really look for a coach or a mentor to increase the speed a little bit, and at the same mm-hmm. time, um, I also kind of hope that I wouldn't feel 
bored doing the podcast because because I'm start yeah because I'm starting to you kind of notice I'm not really as active with my page anymore because I was feeling a little bit like what am I gonna do you know last year it's actually been one year this month I'm I'm supposed to celebrate one year for podcast historias distributed globally wow and within one year where we topped the a few charts then i don't know i don't know if people still want to listen to podcast historias like i really want to know if they still want to um but and because of the pandemic i mean as much as i really want to talk about all these current issues but it gets tiring because i have to take care of myself mentally yeah you get what i'm trying to say yeah because because hosting like this we are investing energy and your audience is consuming the energy that you've invested. Now the problem is us as producers and hosts, where are where we going to consume? That? Yeah, we're we're going to get the energy. So imagine what I'm doing, what I was doing um for podcast historias, I edit a podcast episode every Mondays and then I do a streamcast for businesses on Wednesdays and I do a another streamcast during Saturdays and I can really tell that people are getting it but at some point I'm investing energy and people are consuming it and I'm getting burned out burnt out yeah so it was sad but hopefully I wouldn't yeah it is hard because I'm the only one doing it you know hmm that's well, man. guys. I'm sorry. I don't mean that's to be a fine. bummer. Ah, it's, <laughs> no, that's okay. No, that's fine. It's it's, it's, it's part of the, it's part of the experience. You know, that's yeah. okay. That's but part did, of the. But what, what was I making sense? Was I making yeah. sense? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Basically, basically, if I sana tama pa ko, it's uh, you're trying to push you're trying to push podcasting in the Philippines, but you're afraid na uh, it might take long. off. It's gonna take too long to take off. You know. Yeah, which is true because of the culture that we have here. Again, we have more non-podcast listeners compared to the podcast listeners. That's the truth. I don't know the numbers, but we can guess maybe 70-30. 70% non-podcast listeners versus 30% podcast listeners. Wow. Now, if you think about it, right? And then podcasting targets listeners meaning list uh that type of audience where they learn via listening and we know that most people are visual learners yeah, yeah. right oh, they'd rather just watch youtube you know instead yeah, of so, just exactly so let's say 100 million filipinos and 60 percent are visual learners we're just tapping in 40% of the 100 million. So we're talking about 40 million. And then young 40 million listeners, you have to divide it in different demographics. So let's say comedy. Podcast historias is comedy. Not everyone likes comedy, right? Yeah. They like um, sports. They like uh, current events. So you have to divide that 40 million. So it's 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 really it's a really hit and miss. And um, if I won't have a, I think I'm too old to have a mentor. Maybe I I'm not too old, but if I couldn't have a mentor, I'd love to mentor people. I have to coach them. But that's the thing. Not everyone likes to be coached and mentored. That's not a Filipino. Yeah. That's not a Filipino um, characteristic. Oh yeah, they're too proud. Yeah, yeah, there we go. 
Um, yeah, so, so it's, it's it's a difficult thing, but hopefully it's 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 maybe it's a li- different strategy. But I don't want to push it during the pandemic season because I might get burned out. Um, everyone is struggling nowadays, but it's a good thing. Um, I, I get feedback from podcast historians where they say they're laughing, you know, and that's the whole point. I want people to laugh these days, and yeah. I want people to take it I mean, really slow. And I think that's the stuff. the main goal of every podcast anyways to yeah. entertain the listeners regardless of how yeah. you do it um and also inform yeah you know it's just not just entertain them inform them at the same time i've been listening to other podcast shows too most especially the manila based basically they're just speaking in english like exclusively because that's part of the cebuano culture we yeah. just speak in english when it comes to formality that's the thing you're If you speak exclusive English, you're tapping in the English-speaking listeners. But then you have to understand that that's a global market. And we're talking about Imcoco podcasts, you know, and all these bigger brands. And um, yeah, that's a, that's a really big, I know, that's a really big, uh, really big competition. So that's the thing. That's the marketing side of the, the broadcast production, which should be given to one person to deal with. So it's difficult when you're doing everything. That's right. Right? So, yeah. And it's, it's somehow, it's funny when I ask someone to work with Podcast Historians, they always tell me that they're afraid to work with me. And I'm like, dude, why? <laughs> Damn. Why are you afraid? Because I always talk about vagina, but I totally understand where they're coming from. Um, because it, it, because podcasting is intimidating because there's no manual yet. Right? Right. It's a new thing here in the Philippines. So I guess we just have to pave way for the younger ones and um, be top-notch. Be top-notch. There we go. Yeah. Be good yeah, in what we do. Yep. And um, that's why I'm really, really happy to collaborate with you guys. You know, have you in my show. And thanks so much for having me in the show. It's really fun. Um, it's new. This is the first audio, like pure audio interview. Like never uh, didn't get the chance to see your faces via video. Um, because I really want to make collaborations with other shows as well. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I'm a little bit intimidated to ask other shows because they're like a galog. And I'm still learning how to speak in Tagalog. We were, we were actually quite intimidated. Uh, Why? The other way around. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I remember the time when I, re- I promoted the DDF show on your group. And then you suddenly chatted me. I was like, damn. And then yeah. you asked for uh, collaboration. I immediately I immediately PM'd these two idiots. And they were like, whoa, what? What now? Wait, what? In Cebu? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm really happy that you guys like hit the 500 likes because I was like, I was okay. I'm gonna be honest. I was observing the 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 growth, and I'm like, why this? These guys are fun to listen with, but why? Left, sorry, to listen to, and why is it just 100 likes? So let's just um speed speed it up a little bit, and then 500 likes na, and my friends like your show, and okay. hopefully more collaborations. Hell yeah. He, cheers to more collaborations, my friends. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't got to the, the, the gritty part. I mean, the, the gritty part. part. What's the gritty the, part? No, not the gritty part. I'm dar- I meant the greasy part. What? So, <laughs> All right, go ahead. I have to uh, Christ, Jim. Sige, ask me. Ano, ano to? I don't understand na. Sige, go. Uh, I think we can save that. Nakasan mo. 
All right. Another episode. All right. Okay, well, go, Jim, Jim, mag magtanong ka na. Okay, now we were just gonna talk more about uh the uh, your favorite porn stars and uh you know. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I, I was gonna talk about how to become immune to AIDS, but I, I don't think I, I don't think. <laughs> but, Mike, ano masasabi mo, Mike? Immune to AIDS? Yeah. I don't well, fucking even know, Jim. I, I have at least four, uh, at least four raw experiences with um, raw uh, experience with, with paid um, paid women with who are paid not women. On, I've never not, had raw not experiences. Not on the upper end, not exactly no. on the upper end, so. Jim, glove it, okay? Yeah. Whether it's raw, just glove it. That's all I can say. Yeah. Protect no yourself. Glove, no love, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see Jim, 80 years old and still dirty. You know, like a dumb, a dirty old man. I think, I I, I think he can grow. The question is whether or not he'll reach 80. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> so he should thing. reach 80. Um, the Philippines deserve Jim. The dirty version <laughs> Jim. <laughs> Jim will the go dirty big. old man. Jim will go big. Jim. I'm telling wrinkly everyone right now. And sh- wrinkly and shaky and like, hey uh, there. Hey. Here, kid. Hi, people. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, kids. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Before we go into more the, the, the sort of details of Jim's future geriatric uh, pursuits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so... I think we already got. I was actually gonna ask you about the future of podcast stories, but I think you already wrapped it up very well. Yeah, uh, and I'm so... also trying to trying to veer away from that music thing. Why are you so interested with the music thing? I'll stop yeah. that stuff later because I'm kind of <laughs> interested, and it's gonna be in Messiah, so I'll understand that perfectly. I don't mm-hmm. have to go through no, unless it's quite deep, and I I realized, oh shit, I I need to relearn my mother tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, so Alfeca, do you have anything that you'd like to promote here on the DDF um, show? Yes, uh, guys from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> guten Tag. Apparently, gu- guten Tag. Um, yes, I'd, I would like to invite everyone to listen to Podcast Historias. It's um, a Bisaya English podcast based here in Cebu, and we are a comedy talk show and interviews um, show. Uh, just go to podcast.studiohistorias.com to choose where to listen. We are available worldwide, actually, on Spotify, Deezer, and all those uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn tune Radio, iHeartRadio, basically in all major and a little bit of minor uh, music and podcast streaming platforms and listen to a few shows. We already are starting to wrap up our second season for Podcast Historias. And um, hopefully, I'll feel energy. Hopefully, next week, maybe or next month. Um, Where I also like to invite everyone to subscribe, please, <laughs> and um, like our social media accounts. We're available on Facebook and Instagram. That's Podcast Historias, or on Twitter, which is Historias PH. And um, thank you so much, DDF, Deep Dark Fantasies boys, oh, for inviting me oh, God. to their show. 
<laughs> of course. And thank you for inviting us to yours. Yeah. And well, uh, right. Catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and whatever wherever else you will get your podcast fix. You can also find us on YouTube, the DDF Show, and you can subscribe to our. You, you must subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are now uploading our past episodes there. Our first episode is the video games and Weebo with our Fort Guy. Papa Nut. We also have our Facebook page. You can follow us on that. Uh, we can also follow us on Facebook where you can be updated on our latest uh, shenanigans that we'll be uploading. And if you want some shit posting fix, also, if, <laughs> yeah, we should post on our page. That's something. If you guys uh, have some reactions about this latest episode, you can message us on Anchor FM slash DDF show slash messages. We will link the message link to the podcast uh, podcast description. Well, and that was another episode of the DDF show. We'll be seeing you or rather hearing from you next time. Did I get that right? Yeah. Holy shit. All right. Nabubulong talaga ako sa English.